Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk shoes. Recorded live. The conference, the conference is now in, is now talk, in mode. talk mode. That's interesting. Yeah, I've never yeah, heard that before. before. You rebooted. Someone's got, Someone's got their echo, got echo on. on. The conference is now in silent mode. What happened? Was, was the perp on or something? What's going on? A lot of background right. noise. I think somebody's rebooting the whole system. system. They keep rebooting the system, I think. Uh, okay. Um, you were talk- somebody was talking about, uh, somebody was talking about, uh, the nurse practitioner intervention. The only problem is that some nurse practitioners in ethics, uh, they have the right to get a court order on you even in the ER. Um, are they refu- are, 
in the state you're talking about, are they refusing to treat, or are you trying to get documentation on hospital records that this is occurring kind of like a psychiatrist would have been? So what is, what is the goal? What, what would be the goal in this kind of get, get some kind of document, hospital documentation? New York's moving. All right, before the whole state database, uh, they keep a state database now on every prescription you take. Your health records are in a state database linked to all the hospitals in the state of New York. Um, a nurse practitioner, even under ethics, they can they can follow a court order, or even even um, even calling them in. They have the right to call the police or anything if 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 they find they can even in in New York they can pull they can still pull stuff on you when you do something like that in this state with what he recommended. I don't I don't know about other states but I, I was just wondering what the general goal was is to try to get some kind of documentation that this is occurring and on some kind of hospital record uh or the ultimate the ultimate I can understand going to the ER. Obviously, somebody got hurt, bruised, burned, needs treatment, needs to be looked over. This, that, and the other. But um, what, what kind? What is the goal behind this? Manuel, I, I, I think he was just saying how to protect yourself from being admitted or being admitted to a psych ward or something if you just act normal there are ethics that um all all practitioners nurse practitioners and doctors are supposed to operate under i think that's what manuel was talking about okay okay but what what would be the purpose of discussing the background of how how it happened when you could just go in there and be treated anyways say you got burned by a psychotropic weapon and you went to the er to be treated to get whatever, why, why would you want to tell them how it happened, just say I got burned, or even make up a story to get the treatment? Um, in, New York, in New York and North Carolina, I've lived in both states, uh, even with a nurse practitioner there, they can they have the right to commit you whether it's, whether it doesn't, whether you're not posing a threat or not. They do blood samples of, of your medicine, if you're on medicine. And in most, the majority of cases from who people I've talked to, uh, they they're just committed anyway. They don't care. And if you're off medicine, you if you if you don't take psychiatric medicine and got VTK, it just it, it just compounds it even worse. And 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 from people I've talked to from North Carolina and New York, I don't know. Okay. But the end goal is just to get the treatment. Um, I, I think as it, as it exposed more in the press, more and more and more, um, people are just coming to terms nationally with V2K. When you throw in uh, body experimentation and um, stuff like that, and e through EMF and various technologies, it's such a it's such a new subject to expose nationally. That's going on. Besides, B2K has just been accepted since openly since about I don't know, starting about 2005, 2006. To expose somebody messed up your toe and so and all this is it, kind of it's it's going to take some work 
know, case files and stuff like that. And there's going to be some people are going to have to take a lot of bullets to get this um, to where you can go into go into a, the ER and say something like this. I think before before uh, I, don't go me wrong. I think some people, nurse practitioners, are capable of saying okay, but you know, in, in a lot of experiences, it's, you're, you're putting yourself. I think in the state of New York and North Carolina, you're putting yourself at risk right now. Does anybody know what happened in the court case with uh, there was a lady named Debbie and I, didn't, I don't remember the last name and but there was a I guess they were doing it together with, uh, there was a John Mecca I went to court about some of this. Does anybody know what happened? I haven't heard. Does anybody know how that lady is doing in Richmond with establishing a, um, a support group? Has, has she gotten back with anybody regarding uh, the first state-supported uh, support group backed by city funds or state funds? Or That's a good question. I don't think we've heard much. Okay. But it's a good question. We'd like to hear Okay, I'm getting a lot of emails about various people uh, of concern. I've been real busy uh, going into psych wards and uh, in a few emergencies. Um, does anybody have any, like, summary of if they care to provide a, kind of what, like, three or four people are going through right now, um, if they if they care to guess it? Or I've gotten three or four emails in the past week or two regarding a couple cases that, that uh, that you know um, is it up of interest that uh, that will be a thrown in a psych ward or something tried to spawn on? Uh, does that uh, have have any of you been following the emails, regular emails? Are the emails from specific people? Derek Robinson. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure what your question is. Um, like the court cases, Derek Robinson's been sending out, if you subscribe to his uh, email, he sends out weekly emails. Sometimes if there's an incident, he'll send out an email. And I've gotten three, in the past two weeks, there's been three, I guess, around three incidences. I don't know if anybody else has received these emails. I didn't know if it was something that was was once the news or something of civil liberties or something like that. I didn't know if it was. I didn't know if you had any, anybody knew. I, I I guess I'll just have to check the emails and read them over. But um, yeah. I, I didn't know if you guys could tell me in. Well, all I know about that is uh, there were several incidents where people were hospitalized against their will. And um, the phone number was given out for each of those hospitals where the TI community chipped in and everybody called and got them released. Okay. Because the hospitals don't want a flood of calls yeah. over, you know, something that they wanted to keep secret. So that's the, that's the overall deal of that one. If somebody gets hospitalized against their will, then... You should have a contact person on the outside 
who can give the phone number for where you're at, and then we can all, you know, try to get you out. Um, okay. But you have to do your part and not, like, talk about voices in your head because there's no medication for that. It's electronic. So don't go to yeah. hospital telling them you've got voices or you're going to, all you're going to get is a diagnosis. You're not going to get fit. They're not going to stop the V2K. You have That's to be careful point. what you tell. You, you have to be careful what you say when you go into medical facilities. Yeah, I understand all that. Um, one question, real quick, uh, of interest. With V2K, is from uh, I've talked to different people. The sustainability of V2K without any psychiatric medicine in your system um, and experiences. Um, I know the younger generation. I'm turning 39 soon. The younger generation is getting V2K. And some of them take psychiatric rest and some of them don't. What is the experience overall with the support of handling V2K without any kind of, like, psychiatric medicine in your system? What is, is there any kind of ratio or any kind of percentage? Are there any facts on it at this time that anybody knows? Or am I kind of, you know? I'm not sure. I can't understand you that well. Did you say um, that again? I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. Uh, with my experience with V2K, uh, with the younger generation, more and more are moving away to V2K without some with psychiatric medicine, they get the V2K and some with. Is there any kind of studies or any kind of information gathering uh, V2K support without any psychiatric medicine? and the system and being totally stable as a whole with, without having to take take uh, a type of psychotropic, I guess you say. But that would be good for you to do if you could do that research and, you know, report back what you find out. Yeah, I can check into it. I've, I've been discussing a lot about um, the, the horrific stories of uh, men and women, um, the uh, mind rape stuff, um, there's a couple. There was a girl doing statistics. Uh, but I mean, sustainability with V2K, you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to swallow a pill if you if you're going to be knowing you're not really ill and this and that, and, okay. and then, or even being diagnosed, misdiagnosed and everything. I don't believe you should have to be. You should have to take medicine and stuff like that. Um, but I know the eventual goal from, like, research and all this stuff is to have a system where you don't have to psychiatric, take psychiatric medicine in the end. And it's some kind of, but, you know, it's a whole mess um, in the future, how they're going to try to arrange it in the future, but um, with different stories. But uh, I, I don't believe people should have to be to come to psychiatric medicine because they're being harassed and then trapped in the V2K and then have to swallow a pill. I think I think it's perfectly feasible to spit the pill out if possible, but, you know, it's it's a whole different war in Freedom Covert. It's a whole different war in uh, covert harassment that, that people rarely talk about and have statistics on. Well, you see, there's a, there's a long-term game here. 
See, they can get you V2K, then you go to, you have to look at it long term, all right? V2K is not the end game for you. That's just how they get people diagnosed with a psychotic condition. So if anything goes wrong for the rest of their targeting, they can always fall back on a medical institution to cover their, you know, plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally V2K, agree with that. Hold on. You've been okay. talking. I want to say. V2K is is one targeting methodology, but it's not the end game for you. They're, what they'll do is they'll get you started, get you confused. They'll see what your tolerance levels are. Then they'll increase the pain, the sleep deprivation, the chemicals. Uh, then they'll increase the other forms of weaponry on you. And if you ever go to a hospital, they'll say, do you have any records? Here's a record. But it's long-term. This is long-term. So prepare yourself with countermeasures that can, um, you know, that you can use for the long-term. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, in the long-term, I think the end goal is not just one psychiatric medicine. But once you get into the system, I think, like other experts have described, they want you, as you under the long term, not only your physical health to go bad, but also the more pills they can give you, if they can get away with it, the more pills they're going to, if you're capable of swallowing, swallowing. But uh, to find the line between actually needing the pill and, and to find the line between actually needing the pill and not needing such and such pills it's very difficult, especially when there's millions of drones walking out there that don't have a mental illness that have succumbed to and don't know any better and stuff like that that uh, that don't have no knowledge of E2K and still walking around millions with different disorders that have been committed and stuff like that, even at an early age and don't know the stuff, the general basics that we're discussing right now. Right. No, that's right. And so you're well, you're actually ahead of the curve by knowing that there's a, an agenda behind it. Hello? <clears throat> hello? Hey. Yeah, my name is Brian. Um, I just had a question on the B2K thing. Um, I'm actually have been my control for the last few years. Um, I just had a question. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of died down to where I can talk on the phone. And I was wondering if uh, I've been to two uh, mental hospitals and I've been isolated for like two years. So I was wondering if um, how long does this last for? Does it last for the life? Well, uh, I don't have. I don't think anybody has the complete answer for that, but um, what you need to realize is that you're, if you're being targeted with that, then it could change. So, I, but I figured out that it's actually a computer or something because I can actually, um, I don't know. I, I feel like you can uh, figure out it's a computer after a while, but I haven't been able to get to a computer or Internet or any kind of phone for like the last few years. And I don't know if that causes brain damage, but I'm kind of out of it all the time. So I don't know if like does it cause brain damage? I I can't hear you. There's a lot of here. 
Oh, I'm sorry. He, he asked if V2K causes brain damage. I know. I, how bad, how severely does it do it? It would be over a long term, most likely, if they wanted to damage your brain, they would have done it, you know, whenever they wanted, sooner rather than later. With most people, as I have discerned, that it's an ongoing thing, and it's more of a really uh, strong annoyance than actual brain damage. The people sound very uh, coherent and, um, you know, how long has this been going on? Well, I've pinpointed it. I think I've had problems, and it's escalated to now, but I've had problems in my early 20s, and it's escalated now to like to where I went to two mental wards and I had the stalking done to me, and I've had pretty much everything on the list done to me. And basically now, um, they've isolated me to where I can't really even think straight to where you can call anyone. So basically, this is my time. Being able to call How old are you now? 27. 27. Young. What's your there? name? Where are you from? I'm from Leavenworth, Washington. Where? Oh, where? Leavenworth. You're not very clear. Le- Leavenworth, Washington. Oh, the ne- yeah, can you speak up a little oh. bit? Because we're having a hard yeah. time hearing. Leavenworth, Washington State. And what's your name? Um, Brian Whaley. Brian? Uh-huh. First name is good. This first name. Brian? Yeah, my first name is Brian. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, the last name is They probably are. They're probably not going to give you brain damage. They're probably testing your tolerance, um, what your, you know, what your coping mechanisms are. That's what they do the first few years. Okay. Uh, I didn't know. I just haven't been able to... Uh, it's been very strange for the last few years. I didn't know what was going on to me until recently, so I didn't know. Um, yeah, that's what happens to most of us. You know, they keep us, like, separated from the knowledge and the research from any okay. other guys. And uh, most everybody goes around, you know, kind of scared and alone, not figuring out what's happening to them for a long time until they connect up with people like us. Yeah, it's just the point where they're actually getting my family members involved, too. Like, they're hurting each other and stuff, too. So I don't know what to do. I don't know. Brian, the hardest thing is is getting the family to accept it and come to terms uh, with the fact that there's something going on sometimes with young people. It's very hard to come to terms, not only being possibly being at a psych ward or something like that as young as 13 or 18 or whenever, but the family coming to terms, and and you need to provide documentation to your family from the internet and different sources because um, it's on the internet, and you you you've got your family's got to like you know see see this in writing and and stuff like that, and you have to describe your experiences to your family, and that and you sometimes the family has to come to terms with what you're going through, and, and it's not at a young age or even at old age, it's very hard sometimes for the family to come to terms with this, no matter what your background is or no matter who you are, different things like that. Mental, accepting mental illness is difficult in the family, but accepting mental illness 
and also D2K and every EMS and all this other stuff. It's very it's very hard for a family, a lot of families, to come to terms with it. Um, it dates back to you know you know since 200 years of the since of all, even even having family member that has schizophrenia or manic depression, let alone not have anything and be on psychiatric medicine being tortured and different things like this, different things like that. Yeah, it has to be good documentation off the internet um, and from different sources and bring it to your family and describe events and stuff. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it in a counselor setting. I mean, they can, uh, they can come or whatever, but, you know, people, family has been shutting their doors on their own family members for only God knows when um, regarding topics like this. Yeah. It's hard to talk right now, so I'm going to have to go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But anyway, so I, was, I was getting statistics together. They got five. They got a database. They've got 530 million people in the world on psychiatric medicine in a database. They most only diagnosed one billion people. I mean, there's always been this joke since the 90s that everybody's mentally ill and this and that, or he has at least one to three psychiatric disorders, but. uh Interesting that NAMI publishes there's only like 20, what is it 20 million million ill people in the world. Um, that you go on YouTube and uh, on BBC and they've 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 actually diagnosed in a database 530 million million ill people in the world. I was just throwing that out there. So in the 1990s, there was, what, 2 million mentally ill people according to NAMI in 1994, and now we're 10 years later, and they've got ID 530 million people on psychiatric medicine. Somebody's making money. Yeah, billions. So, so if it, if the trend continues, if the trend continues over a ten-year period, reports went from 20 million to 530 million. That's a jump in the thousands of percent. You know, if the trend continues, um, without people like us and different things fighting on the front lines, I mean, we're gonna be in serious crap. SSD and SSI are at risk right now. Um, they cut. They, no cola this year for people on SSD. Um, it, the cola, if you study it over time, the cola is in the worst state it has been in government history since the Bush administration. Um, since the second term of the Bush administration. And, and they keep saying the funds are going to run out in 20 or 50 or whatever like that. But they're really, every time I turn around the news, they're running out sooner and sooner. Hello. Hey, this is Manuel again. I finally got unmuted. I'd like to uh, make a comment on, on a statement that I made. The reason why I was saying that the uh, practitioners have ethics is because uh, people have been going in there and uh, for different reasons, and then they've been getting uh, locked up 
for being mentally, you know, uh, disturbed. For different things that uh, they're being targeted for, but they're not going in there for that reason. They're going in for other things. So that's why I was running up the ethics thing. Use your ethics. It's a law. Well, honestly, if they did say you're in a place or whatever, you can legally sue. It's just really hard to sue in a lawsuit. Um, something like a legal committal you can sue over easily, a lot more easier than something like that. But um, yeah, but it'll stop them. It'll stop them from doing it to us. That that's the point. Uh, I think. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I agree with that. But it's, 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 and the V2K without any uh, drugs? Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree that gives the people the chance. But um, I think it all needs to be exposed, kind of like V2K. I think I think you know they they slowly got the billboards and the biggest thing is is the exposure um, of, of this stuff. The people willing to come forward to expose the different av- different avenues that have some kind of credibility. Um, once it, once that's exposed enough, they don't really have too much of another tool to do But at the same time, at the same time like Bakersfield and these other laws in every state. Every time you turn around, they're, they're, the government the government's not putting up with it. It's more all these. Every time something comes up, they, they'll pass a law. You know, it's a counter a, a counter type. I don't know, counter type measure or something. Or the war on, the war on covert harassment and all this stuff. It's a big time money maker. Anybody that's experiencing EMF, they're not just going through research and different things like that as research subjects because most of it's already been conquered. Um, and done and over with. Um, the harassment makes people money. Uh, if you're being EMF harassed, V2K harassed, or this or that, um, uh, in a lot of places, some people, a lot of people, they make money off of it, not only off the psychiatric drugs, but most of the experimentation and all that stuff, I mean, it's already been perfected. Uh, the big thing, there's big money at, not only in psychiatric, but in torturing people. There's people out there with enough money that will tor- spend money to torture people, and, and, and it's, it's a whole different underground type business. This stalking, this and that, it's, it, 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 it's a whole business in, the, in itself in the black books. You're not being tortured because such and such. If you met some people, I can't totally say. I can't say at all that people aren't targets of the government for what their father did in the military or this and that and the other. But, you know, people people take hits and stuff like this and get tortured. And there's actually an underground business where people can make money off of it. You know, you see these gang stalkers. They don't do it for the fun of it. They get, they're getting paid and stuff like that. These informants and different things like that, they get paid to who you are, it's a whole business that, that this, that, and other. There's even a recruiting commercial for informants on YouTube. But there's a whole black book business on the whole thing. Um, as far as research, most of it's 
most of it's already been done over with it, it, since uh, from the 50s to about the uh, 90s until you get just to the really extreme stuff that's not only unethical, but, you know, just, you know, to the point of return, I'd say. Well, I think what Manuel is, is saying is it's good to it's good to be armed with certain information, like it's not ethical for them. So you know, what Manuel is trying to say is act nor, as normal as you can so that they don't cross over their ethics. Is that right, Manuel? Maybe not. And I think the more information we have about our rights within mental hospitals or just hospitals, the better prepared we are to stay calm. If we know our rights, we don't have to get so scared and, and get upset. We pretty much we can protect ourselves with knowledge. Knowledge is power. Another thing, another thing Manuel, um, bringing a family member with you. Have you have you have you had any studies of bringing a family member with you? Like, if you, of people bringing family members, saying, uh, he, "I know this guy's being tortured and harassed. I know for a fact." They've, uh, have Have you done any work related to that with, with an ethical doc, ethics committee standing there, um, and not putting just one person at risk? If you got two family members there, a brother and sister or a mother or somebody, there's not much they can do. They can't, that that just gives you more um, more backing that they can't institutionalize you. They can't do anything. They can sit there and say, my son, my sister, my mother, she's perfectly sane, and she just got burned by EMF. They they have no defense for that. If if they try anything, they'll have a, you can slap a lawsuit on them ten times harder if they try to pull something unethical. Say, say an unethical nurse would pull something would try something with that ethics um, manual. If they have a family, if they have a, two family members saying they're perfectly sane and we really watched this person and they're not crazy, they can't do anything. They'll just walk out, treat it possibly. And that's even more backing. Just throwing that out there. Excuse me. Is the young man... Uh, named Brian. Did he say he's from Washington? Who, me? Uh, no, it was another yeah. guy on it. In his 20s, he said he's from somewhere, uh, and I couldn't understand I think, it. I couldn't hear him. I think he said, what's Palm Beach? Oh, okay. Thank you. But if if your family members, Manuel, I mean, I, I I really you know think about spreading that around too. If you got any family member that knows this is true, and they go with you to the ER, and it's been documented and stuff like that, um, there's not much they can do. But if you try to assume that they're going to do anything, there's not much they can do. Um, as far as the legal committal, as soon as you enter a as soon as you, if they did end up throwing you in a psych facility anyways, there's a number in most psych facilities for a court-mandated lawyer for your civil liberties um, of an involuntary committal um, where you can actually sue not only the psych facility for letting you in, but you can also sue the hospital for having institutionalized when you're pronounced sane by your family. Um I mean that's that's, that's if you, if you threaten to do that with family members and say look stop burn I need to be treated 
I want this documented on hospital record. That could start a real big momentum, Manuel. Just remember that the psychiatric industry has been noted for the most fraud in, than any other uh, health people. Oh yeah, so, Tristan, not our friends. But uh, the psychiatric, yeah, it is. It is the biggest fraud in the medical field for 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 quite some time. And anybody in any institution, for whatever reason, is at high risk unless they have like some kind of support team that recognizes that and tries to protect them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It feels more and more like Nazi Germany every time I hear more things. Yep. Yeah. I think of Russian Nazi Germany at times. You know, it, I, I felt lied to growing up. I felt lied to after after the, all the research I've done, the studies I've done, different things, and mm-hmm. all the work I've done ever since now. Like I just felt I was I'd been lied to. Um, everything from executive orders to hormones to different things like that. Um, I'm getting ready to turn thirty now. I was more the stand by me generation. That movie, Stand by Me. And, and you know, um the horrific event nine eleven and afterwards and all these executive wars <clears throat> hormones and everything else you see out there. I mean I mean that's just two examples. I mean there's endless examples. Um none of this was uh the America I grew up in normally and stuff like that and and and, and not the life that uh hearing these stories and documentation and stuff I looked over it it, it wasn't the country uh, it was being in the United States. It wasn't the country that that I grew up in as a youth and in my in my teens and early adulthood. I, I totally. No, our I, country I, has I'm changed. Not. Our country has changed dramatically. And I was reading. Um, I can't remember what it was that I was reading exactly. It was it was a book. But they were talking about the Jewish people, how it started out in the towns where they actually got other townspeople to do things to, like, turn people in and so forth. And then they'd be after them and pulling them out and putting them on trains and and things like that. And how is that? It's very parallel to... um, what happens when they go out and yank people for, we're talking about an unknown reason. We're not talking about somebody who is really like off the wall, but for an unknown reason, yanking them into an ambulance and whizzing them off to a mental hospital. Yeah. How is that any different? You know, I look at Vietnam and war and then the World War Two in Vietnam. I felt, you know, the eighties and nineties. I was just, you know, as a youth and growing up, I felt totally lied to um, about 
about the country. And then when 9-11, after 9-11 happened, I started doing all these uh, research, doing, started doing all this research of what's going on and everything, not only here but in other areas. Um, the Viet, then the Vietnam, and I, I don't know how old you ladies are, but um, then the Vietnam and stuff, World War Two. I mean, I felt, I felt the eighties and nineties. It was just kind of you know, nothing had ever changed. It was just the eighties and nineties, and then it was right back uh, under a black curtain in the U.S. Um, after nine eleven, uh, all this stuff, all a bunch of stuff uh, transpired domestically. Um, and it's all under under a it's all under a rug or you know kind of like kind of like this freedom kind of like being covered or harassed and different things. Um, it's just you know nobody has any knowledge of it. It's just like it's just like a stage play. Everybody's watching while all this stuff's going on everywhere. Well, nobody we didn't know about it until Edward Snowden um exposed a good deal of the Freedom Act and what it was allowing, which was has been horrible. That's what gave the right to our government to um you know, all of this watching us and all of the horrible things they've done. And at least that's been exposed and I'm hoping that will somehow give us some strength, you know. I mean I'm still proud I'm still proud to be American I just I just, you know, um, I'm so proud to be American and live in my country, even though I go through stuff, even though I've been exposed to things that most people aren't exposed to. But I just felt like, I just felt, I, I felt kind of, you know, deceived from everything from the um, recession and, and the effects of uh, degrees not getting jobs anymore and, it, it, when I was growing up, if you if you had a master's degree or, or a doctorate degree, you were you were set for life with a good job and stuff like this, which was more Reaganomics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, it's just not like that anymore. You can get a master's degree and be out of work. Yep. Six, three months, a year, two years, yep. can't find a job, and uh, uh-huh. really know your stuff like the back of your hand, even with a re- good resume. And it's just really uh. With with the recession, the get, what we went through with gas prices, um, it, I just that's just uh, that's just the cake that everybody knows. I mean, but when you throw in everything else, it's just uh, it's just um, uh, it's real deceitful and kind of sad. I think uh, the domestic terror that occurs in our country mm-hmm. on a, on a daily and weekly basis and. Uh, I'm just talking that out there. Yeah, our country's changed. 9-11 sure did change it. Okay, can I comment? I'm unmuted again. They keep muting me. Who's running the show? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, You're... uh, Okay, why the economy is going down a lot is the, the medical field is using federal grants. Okay, that's from the Homeland Security saying they're spending it faster than uh, they can uh, sign yeah. or write them up. Yeah. Okay, that's that's eating a lot of uh, the finance up, you know. Yeah. Well, that and the trillions of dollars that the 
feds have misplaced, along with the Pentagon, between right. the two of them, they've misplaced $17.3 trillion. They can't find it. And all that time, the feds were, were, were saying, no, you can't audit us, you know, Federal Reserve. Um, no wow. wonder we, they didn't want to be audited. Look at all the, look at them. <laughs> they misplaced trillions of dollars. Or, well, misplaced. I doubt that it's been misplaced. They just don't want to talk about it. Right. If you go in and you look up uh, profits from the uh, U.S. government, yeah. they won't they won't release the uh, 2002 on up. Jeez. No information on that. Yeah. But the reason why I was saying about the ethics and stuff like that is the fact is, we're uh, this program is meant to keep us alone, yep. and most of our families are not with us. Yep. So when we go in there, most of us are alone. Yep. So you have to, to do the best you can. Use the law that you got. Yep. The more knowledge that's, you have, the better, more power you have. That's why I was saying that, because this yep. program is meant to keep you away from other people. Yep. Or it's more intended to convince your family that you're crazy. Yes, no, and they I leave mean, you alone, and they don't want yeah. nothing to do with you. If I couldn't take my family in with me because my sister told me I was delusional, you know. Right. Sometimes that that doesn't help you. No. No, you gotta know. You gotta know your. You gotta know your rights. You know. I think I really do think that lets lets us be calmer. If we are taken in anywhere, if we know our rights, we can just calmly say what our rights are. Instead of getting feeling crazy, you know. Right, and uh, they they can't under law uh, force medicate you. They cannot do that. Wow. That's that's in the law too. I thought in New York State they had uh, changed that so that they could. Oh, they amended it. Oh, when was that? Did they amend it? Is that what you're saying? There's, it's just that I understood somewhere along the line, it seems like a long time ago, I don't know, that New York State uh, made the law so that they could medic- medicate you without your permission. Who's in New York? Would uh, would they look up the ethics in New York? I live in New York. Uh, I heard you, something you... about it, but I haven't read up on it. it just, I just saw the news this past week or two that they could, the forced medication law. Uh, okay. Uh, two, yeah, the they do it here just by court order. You get a no, court two, order, they'll let you take whatever they want you to take for however. My sister did it to me, just just for kicks, just for fun. She thought it was yeah, funny. Well, see if you use that uh, Pritac, the uh, whatever <laughs> she's called, want to be doctor. If you use her, she's supposed to come in there and, and use a, a manner. Uh, for you and your family, if your family is saying you're crazy, okay, she's supposed to come in there and stand up for you as a person, that practitioner is. That's her ethics. If she's not doing so, then she's not doing her job. Well, she just totally lied. She totally lied because she wanted me drugged, and it it was entertaining for her. Was I mean, that the practitioner or was it your family? It's my family, well, my sister. Right. Well, you asked for a practitioner. 
okay? Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be the head nurse. It's a practitioner or a head nurse, whichever one. But you ask for them, and they're supposed to come in there and be a referee. They're supposed to be neutral. They're supposed to be a referee for you. They're supposed to be for you. And if you're acting in a normal manner, she has to do nothing but, uh, you know, say, hey, there's nothing wrong with her, no matter what you're saying, ma'am. Is that your mom, your dad, or your brother, your sister? It doesn't make a difference. She's supposed to be there for you. That's her ethics. That depends on who has the power in that particular area. And if you're an underling and you might lose your job if you didn't go along with the power, they usually just go along with the power. And then you call you call the the A N A on them. You ask the power to come in and talk to you. Whoever's whoever's the power giving the instructions, and that person should come in and talk to you. Right. If you feel you've being. been if you feel you've been unjust, you call the A N A. That's a Americans Nurses Association. There's also usually a patient advocate within every hospital, and you might want to take advantage of that. Ask for the patient advocate. I'm just trying to help us, man. That's it. I I don't know all the laws. I'm no lawyer, but what I read up on, that you know, that's something. Anything is something. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's another sad thing that's going on is we've got five million people in prison right now in the United States with a mental disorder that, and a lot of them had previous mental disorders before entering prison. That's not a published factor, never brought up. Probably it's 530 million Ill people uh, diagnosed. Um, we've got uh, we've got a large large group of prisoners uh, not only in their prison, not only uh, have they been instant Institutionalized, but when they get out of prison, they've got a lot of strikes against them to contribute to society and what kind of reform and and how they're going to be functioning. It's like five million million prison and and the torture. A psych is one thing. I've I watched a documentary, the torture of mentally ill prisoners, and uh, I'm 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 not prejudiced, but I'm not prejudiced at all. The blacks and stuff like that beaten in and stuff like that. And a lot of these people aren't rapists and murderers. Um, it's people that, mentally ill people that have been forced out on the streets due to mental illness. They end up stealing a piece of food because they can't eat and they get locked or they do it on purpose because they can't take the streets and stuff like that. There's, that. there's thousands and thousands and thousands of gauge files. I'm not talking about the, the guy that went crazy and murdered somebody. Just just, just thousands, thousands, and so five million, million people in prison um, with a psych record. Um, what chance? What rehabilitation? What do we do with these people? And, and it, 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 I, I just think it's really sad. Right, right. I, I agree with you on that. But I also want to uh, bring you back to when I was a kid and what I heard. These people have been making people do things against their will since 1962. So how good do you think they are now? Yeah. Well, light patient advocate, the best thing is to find a support group, see if, even if it's your cousin, find, and want to accept you, you know, 
have people around, um, have somebody believe, have, convince somebody of your story in the family, stuff like that. Those are other avenues. I don't know if you got any family alive. Um, just throwing that out there. Yeah, if everybody's like me. Their family all thinks they're crazy and thinks, you know, you should be on medication and, uh, you know, you stay away because things happen when you're around, uh, et cetera, you know. Yeah. It took me about, it honestly took me about two, it took me about a year or two to convince family that, that Kyle was, Kyle was intelligent about these things. And it took the rest of my family, it took me a good three years, maybe even five, to totally convince my whole family that this was a lot more involved than, you know, some kind of, you know, psychiatric disorder. That's what it's all about. I've even had family members that just were not laughing, but, you know, Jason's lost his mind, and, you know, They've even made phone calls to other families say, I'm so sorry, I didn't know Jason was really being exposed to being tortured and stuff like that. I didn't know this was actually true. Um, he's welcome to call me at any time. I mean, it's just, it's a real fight. It's, it's a real fight. It tears families apart. It tears marriages, children. Um, I think I talked to you before. You're that guy that, uh, you're that guy that um, had the kids and all that. Okay, I, mean, I got called. kids, yeah, but I don't, I don't think I'm you. that guy. Okay, I was talking to a guy that had, I'm not trying to be rude, um, I was talking to a guy on one of these children and a wife and was dealing with it with his children and stuff like that, and the children grew up, and I think he had a son, but... Yeah, I've been dealing with it my whole life, uh, with my family and et cetera. So, yeah, it, it's been interesting. It's, it took me a long time to figure out uh, what was going on. I didn't, I didn't know why I was kept going down the wrong road and why all the time I kept saying, why did I do that for? Why did I open my mouth and say that? That's not me. What's wrong with me? You know, I, I don't act like that. I like this. No, I don't like that. You know, and that's the way my life was, and that's the way my life's been. Yeah. Well, the whole point of, you know, these programs are to anger you and and try to make you mad and stuff like that. I don't know if you already know, but the whole point of these programs is to make you aggressive, to make you uh, try to flip a switch, to make you mad, angry, frustrated, uh, start a fight, different things like that. That's good. No drugs, no alcohol, no, nothing behind it. Even um, that's the whole. That's one of the goals of, the, of these programs. Yeah, it's when harder for them. To, yeah, it's harder for them to do it when you're not on meds. Believe me, yeah. if your mind is if your mind is not uh, stretching out into another world, yeah. you know, uh, you, you're a whole lot better because you can fight it a lot better. I think. I mean, they, yeah. they stay on you. They stay on you, but you can come back with your own argument. Yeah. The whole other world, that's a concept I've studied also. Um, the whole uh, other world, the, the delusional, um, 
the 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 cover of harassment side. Um, I've studied that. It's not really real delusion, man. It's just a targeting system to keep you uh, uh, more of a. Uh, it's not actually psychi- a psychiatric based delusional world. Um, it's a, it, it's it's brought through through a targeting system actually. I'm not studying that also. Um, I kind of, I kind of know what you're talking about. Um, I'd have to hear more about it, but, but uh, it's the truth, brother. If your mind is, if your mind is brain lesions, hello. What's that? Yeah, have you got anything called some? Do you know anybody that has uh, any brain lesions? I couldn't understand. Well, it's called my stress. I just wonder if y'all had any y'all knew anything about brain lesions or anything. No, um, that's something. That's something. That's a big concern. A lot of EMF is whether or not you can come down with brain lesions and stuff like that. Yeah. It's some scary stuff. Um, I've heard stories that's possible. I've heard stories that takes. I've heard stories that could be years of targeting, and it could be possible. It, um, mm-hmm. Most of the lesions, most of, from what I've heard, the lesions, most of the time caused by the targeting aren't detrimental to the to the point where you get you can't you can't do stuff and stuff like that when they do come. Um, but it ta- from what I've heard, it takes fifteen twenty years unless they're a real real uh, selected target to come down with brain lesions and stuff like that. And most of the time, uh, most of the time, if you find out also from people I've talked to, as you get older, it's more as you get older and older, unless you just got submitted, committed in your 40s and stuff like that, even at that age, the older you get, the less interesting it is in targeting somebody unless certain prescribed conditions have been met. I don't know about lesions, but a blood vessel did pop in my head one time. It burst in my head. I have a question. Um, um, I've been talking this for about 13 years now, and without knowing it, way back in the 90s, I already started taking melatonin, and I did it because I, I was delivering papers in the middle of the night, and it messes up your, your, um, your sleep schedule. But they said also when you get older, and I was approaching my 50s at that time, that your um, melatonin diminishes. So I take one, uh, three, is it milligrams or something? One of those every night. I've been doing that for a long time, about 20 years. And I found out later after I became targeted that it does protect brain cells. So that's a suggestion for anybody who might want to consider that. Oh, uh, besides brain lesions, I've heard stories on the on these discussions of uh, induced heart attack, induced stroke, induced aneurysm, uh, kidneys. Uh, there's some horrific. There's some real tragic stories uh, out there. Um, they may not be shining tonight, but uh, I don't want to scare anybody. But um, personal health of us. Personal health and taking care of yourself if you're a target is besides besides being functional and living living your life as much as you can to the fullest of what you want to do. 
I guess you would say. Um, you know, uh, stroke, heart attack, lesions, kidney failure, thyroid cancer, uh, aneurysm. Um, I've heard of stories of all this stuff. Um, Amazing uh, personal health. It, if you're being targeted, we were talking about this on last and asked I think it's nine six twenty fifteen. I attended this group, and personal health is really really important. And and, and as a target, it, as much as you can, take care of your health. It, it was the subject of the whole meeting on on the um, the sixth, September sixth. If y'all were there. I'm going to shut up. I'll let some of you guys talk. Does anyone have a good suggestion on how to reduce the voice to skull? Um... The only thing I, this is Melinda from Southern California. I have recommended, um, because it helps my tinnitus, the uh, targeted individual scatter frequency on YouTube. It goes through frequencies, so it may hit your frequency and nullify your, for a while, your voice to skull. And some people have really said it has helped them. The name of the video is Targeted Individual Scatter, S-C-A-T-T-E-R, frequency. It's about 39 minutes. Thank you. Welcome. Um, if I may say today, uh, in terms of my car, uh, I had to cancel the very important dental appointment because uh, I didn't want to go over Beverly Glen Canyon with a stalling car. And I took it to the mechanic. It stalled once on the way to the mechanic. He drove it. And of course, it drove beautifully. Uh, they don't. They won't stall him. But he fixed it. He and his son were working on it and worked on it. And they gave it to me. And I said, yeah, I want it home. I, I don't want to leave it here. Uh, and, of course, it stalled once on the way home, letting me know they are still in control. Then this afternoon, I went to Ralph's, which is about five blocks away, and it stalled was it once or twice. I don't know, there. And on the way home, it stalled once. But I have an idea. <clears throat> I have an idea of putting a camera, uh, uh, my camera, taping it, and every time I go anywhere, just turn it on to record video. And if it doesn't, you know, stall, then just erase that part of the tape. And if it stalls, at least it'll show the mechanic the, the um, you know, the break, the break-in power, which is really like a kill switch. It really feels like a kill switch. Now, they went over everything, and this is the 
second or third time I brought it in for the same thing. They can't find anything that would stall the car or cause the car to quit. So it's uh, the only control I can take, which I, I have to do something, is to put my camera there. They do have a camera advertised uh, for $40 that will go on your, you know, interior windshield and so and will record when you're in it. But, man, I can't even afford some medication because I'm so broke with the teeth in the car. So I hate to spend it on a camera that they can just come in and break, you know. Also, a girl on Renata's call Sunday said, huh? let me finish one sentence, said that if you see the check engine on in your car, that shows you that they do that to show you they've been tampering with your car. And, my, of course, my check engine was on. So that's the update on the car. Yes, hello, hi. Melinda, this is Sally from Massachusetts. Hi, um, Sally. Hi, it's so good to hear from you. Um, <laughs> about your car, um, mm-hmm. John from Tech and Shield on Friday nights, which is like months ago, mentioned that you can take a coffee can, a metal coffee can, fill it with nuts and bolts and keep it near you in the car. I had a lot of trouble. Um, I couldn't start my car in the morning when I went out to it, and I had to give it a lot of gas and pull out, pull out of my parking space, giving it a lot of gas. After I ran it, it was fine. It did stall in the middle of traffic once, but since I've been using this coffee can, and it's been it's been better. And what I did when when I expected my when I went out in the morning, I took the coffee can, I put it on top of the dash, and um, my car started right up. Now I don't know is because they're playing with me, or if it does. Yeah, well, I don't know if they're playing with you, but um, uh, my car starts beautifully. It drives beautifully except when it stalls, and it takes about five to ten tries to get it to turn over. And I'm in the middle of traffic. Um, you know, yeah. I'm... Yeah. And, and you know uh, yesterday, these three hunks helped me get out of and back into a, a street curb. It was so sweet. They just... They were like three or four angels. These big, huge construction hunks uh, yeah. pushed me back the road, back into the thing, and I thought that was so neat, because I didn't ask. They just... Saw trouble. I think that's so cool. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that is, uh, another try thing. That. I... Another thing. Um, you can put a tile on top of your battery and take the. A tile. tile? Yeah, like you know, floor tiles. They're like twelve by twelve or so. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got some. You can put one on top of your battery. In the car. And what does that do? Ground it or attract uh, some of the stuff? I, I think, think they put I a GPS. Oh, I, I, yeah. Yeah, they've got surveillance devices, you know, in the car. And then they could kill the GPS, which would kill the car. They put a kill switch in the car somewhere. Uh, I'll try the nuts and bolts. Is, is uh, I mean, I've got them, but they're all separated. I, I hate to put them in a... <laughs> Mix them all up in a coffee can. 
Well, I, it's you know, I love tools and and um, you know, I I just have collected screws and bolts and everything for years. So, um, I do have yeah. some mess. I'm sure I can find uh, somewhere. Well, you can put anything but I'll try in, that. in there. But try yeah. the tile because they might just be zapping your car. What does the tile do? Well, they're zapping it, but but I think they're connecting with something that they put in to yeah. kill it. And it could be satellite, by the way, uh, because I'm, of course, everybody had their headlights on. So I'm trying not to drive in front of anybody with headlights on. Well, let me tell you, the whole city had the headlights on. And I don't think that's customary. I don't know where this headlight thing came or a parking lot. Of course, the new cars have running lights that look like twinkle lights, the cheapest thing I've ever seen on Mercedes and BMWs and Audis. These little twinkle lights. It looks like mascara with glitter. But anyway... Uh, so they run, I think, automatically when the car runs. But otherwise, people are turning on their headlights. And I think with the headlight, you know, they're perps, and I don't want them behind me, but I pull over, and they're all, they all got them on. And, and then they, they kill me anywhere. They kill the car anywhere. Anywhere. Uh, so at, at any speed. Yeah. I think they're zapping it somehow. Yes, I I know. Try the the tile. Try the tile. Okay, well, mm, it's a brand new battery I had to put in, the third one. Uh, You know how they kill the batteries. So it's got, you know, it's very expensive. Yeah, I think if your your gas filter's clogged up or you got water in the system, so... I think it's more than that, Don, because the car drives beautifully, and, you know, the mechanic has done all that stuff. Yeah, it will, until it's clogged up, and then... And it's intermittent, because it it starves at certain points. Could be a little water. You might buy, like, a water dispersant. It's isopropyl alcohol. It's about $2. Real cheap to put it in your uh, gas tank. If it's water, and uh, that's, that's only two dollars, and then a filter is about ten or fifteen dollars, and about maybe thirty-five to install it, or forty, maybe fifty. And yeah. Melinda, can you hear me? Yes. Hey, I'm here. Thank you, Don. Hey, uh, is there any chance uh, that that car has a tachometer? Uh, Reads RPMs. Yes, of course. It does have one. Yes. Um, I don't know whether you can be looking at your gauges when it quits, but the second it quits, look at your tachometer. If your tachometer is still um, registering, at least for a second or two, that would tell you that your fuel's missing. And if it falls off instantly, that would tell you your ignition's gone. And that may or may not work, but it's worth it's worth checking. Okay, I appreciate that. See, your your ignition uh, runs your, uh, uh, I think, depends on your car, but generally that runs off your ignition. So if your ignition is still up but it's lost its fuel, your tachometer won't fall off instantly. But if your ignition goes dead, which is probably what it does, uh, it'll just, it'll drop to zero instantly. Yeah, well, they they have fudged with the ignition. They've uh, they broke my odometer, which stopped at 109,000 miles. They uh, made it so the air conditioning only comes out of the side vents and not the central vents. You know, that's the kind of vandalism they've done to my car over the years. Yeah, I, I get it all the time too. 
Um, this weekend, I put um, I put brakes on um, on one of my uh, front wheels, and uh, when I went to the auto parts store to get a part that, that I got the wrong uh, wrong part for, wrong size, I came back. And then mysteriously, I now have a break in my uh, brake line. The hydraulic fluid is shooting right out of my black uh, brake line. It was fine when I parked it. But when I go uh, to the store and come back, now it's just free-flowing right out of there. So then I had to fix that, too. Was it cut? Well, see, what they do, they'll, and, and assuming they did it, it is possible they could have did it on its own. If I'd have turned it in, they'd just say, what, are you crazy? It's rusted. So that's what they'll do. They'll they'll get an area where you can't say somebody did it. They'll just look at that and say, it's rusted. What do you expect? Well, I expect mm-hmm. it to do the same thing it did when I parked it. It's what I actually expect. Of course. Yeah, the thing is about the car quitting and stalling, there's a lot of that on uh, when I go Google it. But a girl... A couple people have said their car, they stole their car. They cut the car, and it just stops in the middle of traffic or at a, at a stop uh, signal or something. So it's, again, plausible deniability. But, you know, the ignition, they have futzed with it. And in order to get the air on or the fan on, I've got to jiggle the key a little bit uh, counterclockwise, then it'll work. So they've... This has been going on a long time. And when I do try to stop the car again, it takes about between five and ten turnovers. And I I do, you know, I, I'm used to the old cars, you know, the, the choke and all that other stuff back in the 50s and 60s. And this is a computerized Mercedes. So, uh, you know, you wait until the gas gets out of the carburetor or whatever you're supposed to have done years ago. I just let it rest and... Sometimes, uh, you know, it'll start after the fourth try, sometimes after the seventh. And I did have to have it towed a few weeks ago for $62. So it's just these, listen, $62 added up here and there, and then uh, $300 for the distributor. It's just, it's, and it doesn't matter that it's a Mercedes. If I had a putt-putt, I'd have to keep it running also. Do you know what I'm saying? Mercedes is a little more expensive. We can use aftermarket because it's an older car. But it really doesn't matter. If it was a brand-new Rolls-Royce, they would even be getting off more, laughing more. Do you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter what car I drive, if that if that's what they're doing to me. Melinda, Melinda, I have an older yes. Mercedes, too. Mine's an 87. And I've had to replace ignition, I think, three times. You might want to look at that. It might. Yeah, it might I know. I, that's a big one, too, isn't it? No, mine's the little sports model. No, I meant the price tag. Oh, the price. Actually, no. If you go to the, no, they can order. No, that's not a big price. That should be about $55. The first perpy mechanics I sent sent it to charged me 500 and something. And then just got Mm -hmm. one off, like, off the shelf and put it in. Because you know how when you lock your car, it's it's supposed to lock the whole everything? It does, yes. Okay, well, if they yeah. put the right ignition back in, it won't lock it automatically. So, and it's like fifty bucks to get a an, an ignition from Mercedes, the right kind, the right serial number. It will lock your car the way it's supposed to. Just, but you might mm-hmm. want to try it because mine, mine, I was having tremendous trouble starting my car, and it would give me problems. You know, like yeah. Well, I think uh, I think it may be time for that. Uh, of course, that means I won't get one of the 
teeth repaired, but do you know what I mean? This is how yeah. down to the numbers it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. and also uh, I think maybe the filters, like Don said, although I will have them check those because they worked on the car last, and this is the mechanic I've been going to for 10 years. Hopefully he would I did find a cheaper mechanic, but he's farther away and he doesn't drive me home. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. a price for everything. Yeah. If I was there, and if I lived near you, yeah, I'd do it for you. But uh, no, I know. It's when you're alone and you know, you're so thing, I could see you under the car changing the ignition. You'd be so cute with those legs sticking <laughs> in the air doing kickstarts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> no, anyway, thank you. I will check on that and the ignition. That's good because yeah. I know the. Uh, I can feel there's something in the. You know, they, they've just. Yeah, they miss You know, they pulled out two of the seatbelts, my drivers, so I have to, like, manually get it back. And I asked if how much it would be, and Zorro said that's expensive. Of course. Yeah. Then they wrecked one of my uh, push-down windows, the uh, pad, you know. Yeah. So that's expensive. They have to take out the whole dash. Yes. To fix one window. That's the kind of stuff they do. And um, yeah. it's very annoying. And, and a lot of this was going on before I knew I was targeted. Yeah. And I said, God, I paid so much money for this car. Mm-hmm. I bought it brand new. And uh but yeah. they've yeah. been doing little vandalism since I since I bought it. Yep. Isn't that cute? Yeah. They are no, so it is. ugly. No, it's not at all. <laughs> No. But I uh, okay, but I uh, and I also think I should put a camera there so that when it stalls there's Yeah. Yeah, and if they turn off the camera, you'll know that they turned off the camera. You know, if they get into your car and they... You know, oh, no, off. the camera will not stay in the car. The camera will oh. be with me, so... Oh, good. But it's still a little Kodak. I don't have an iPhone and, and all that stuff, and I don't want to invest in some $39, which is a cheap camera, but that's still that's $40 at the prescription. We have to think about these days and all that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's what I'll do, and I appreciate your tips, everybody, very much. It just seems so arbitrary when it happens. It just seems yep. planned. It's, and then there was a woman behind me, and when I pulled in the center lane just after it cut, she pulled too and made a big, uh, huge screech up a, a ramp across the street. And it just mm-hmm. seemed too obvious. But then again, yeah. maybe that was stage theater. Who yeah. knows? Well, trust you. To go along with a satellite zap or something. You know, they plan those triple things, so you, you get so distracted. Well, she went there, the car went dead, and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep me in a, and, and I just uh, walked circles around this place. Today, I did nothing. Just just a waste, another wasted day. Just wasting my time. Always, they just waste the time. Every Everything I'm doing in my life is to yes. repair what they have done to me. Yes. Every just, fucking thing. Or to protect yourself from them coming in the house. Or, you know, it's like it takes yeah, well, that's 30 over. minutes. I, you know, I can't do that. I can't oh, do that. God. I because can't. I can't do it all. Yeah. I put tape. I used to put tape on, masking different tape. And I would take a picture before and come back take a picture after. I got 8,500 pictures of before and after masking tape. And I don't know which is which. And I, you'd have to study them with a microscope. There's, oh, there's a little divot there. You know what I mean? Yes. I can't do that anymore. No, I just no. cannot do that anymore. I, I do put shims in the door at night. Yeah. And I think that has protected me somewhat. A couple of times the shims are all on the floor. Yeah. 
uh, I think they can say, Melinda, get up, take the shims out the door, we're coming in. Put the shims back, we're leaving. I think they, they got me. I can, they, they got me. I can do, they, they can get me to do that. And so I don't worry about it anymore. I, I, what, what can I do? Nothing. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I got the same thing. And if you're gone, if you're in there, you have a chance. But if you're gone, yeah, you can't, can't keep them out. Or I, I shouldn't say that. I don't want to take away anybody's hope. But I can't keep mine out. I'll put it that way. And uh, I should I can't be pretty capable at it. I just say hell with it. Let them come in. I and then if they do something yeah. good, I'll get the police involved in it. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't take expensive things. Um, I did have to close out my um, uh, safety deposit box. I want to let everybody know that this that the banks are not allowing you to keep silver bullion or gold bullion uh, in your safety deposit coins anymore, un- unless they're numismatic, which is uh, you know antique coins, you know of value. But uh, I had to take uh, my silver dollars out and all this because. Uh, they they can come in and confiscate them. And plus they up the price like $25 in this tiny little box. I said, you know, it's just not worth it. So I just have the jewelry here. and I uh, They don't evidently take real expensive things. But if you could, you better notice it every day and call the police immediately. That's the only reason I call the police is if something of value were missing. They don't do that. So uh, they'll come and break things. Or t- oh, by the way, Gina called me today. You know, she said on the call last night that they broke into her place and took her computer. Yes. It was on her doorstep this morning. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, so, you know, that's the kind of stuff they do. When they, uh, when they get into your house, do they do things like steal dish soap, laundry detergent, yes. almost anything in a bottle? Uh, and all the containers will be empty. I shouldn't say all. Most will be very low, and or they'll be no. going down at a rate that you couldn't possibly be toothpaste. They'll screw around with toothpaste. Uh, oh, I yes. have uh, razors. That. They take. I had a razor in a bag. They took that apart and they and they took it into three pieces and put each piece in a separate pocket. Uh-huh. So there's no way it could have fallen apart. Just those <laughs> yeah, kinds no, of things. No, that, you know. that's that's cute. No, mine mine are much dumber than yours. Um. They did take a, a blade from an old French cuisine art type thing that is is irreplaceable. I want the blade back. It's a vilap, and you cannot get them anymore. And and even on Google, they said, why do they? Why does vilap make something you cannot replace anymore? You can't get that blade anymore. That's the kind of stuff they do to me. Call the police. They might put it on doorstep. <laughs> no, no, you know, oh, my little blade from my VLAP, it cost me five ninety five at Salvation Army, they stole. No, no, no. I called them once because I had fingerprints all over my windows. And I said, I didn't get those. And there was a, a break in the screen and everything. No, if I call the police, it will be because something of value is, is stolen. Otherwise, it's just a game. I think they do the I think they do the things like the gentleman who was talking about the razor being taken apart, three different parts. I mean, they clearly want you to know they've been there, and they clearly yes, want you exactly. to know that they're just annoying the hell out of you, you know. And and be yeah, careful and so you don't get things. annoyed. Be very careful. Yeah, you have days. to choose your annoyances. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you one thing they did. Now this is a mystery. 
I was home all day the other day. I had the door open, which I do with a screen, you know, like one of those screens you get off the catalog, and a cat gate. And I can sit here and I can see the reflection of the TV if there's somebody, because it's a big L-shaped room, if somebody comes to the door. The pillows were diagonal, these silk pillows, in each corner of the couch. And I went to the bathroom at night and I come back and the pillows are not diagonal. They are on a different angle, each of them. And I said, how did they do that? I was here all day. Door was open for a period of time. How did they change those pillows? I mean, they wouldn't have a chip in them that they could move them. I mean, these are stupid pillows. So I thought that was clever. I said, that was clever. Yeah. Unless somebody hopped in. I do have bells on the screen, so if somebody moves the screen, I can hear it, and then I jump up. Yeah. I don't know. It is stupid stuff. But the car is not stupid. The car bothers me a lot, and I have to do it quickly because I did rebook the dental appointment for next week, and I have to go. I mean, I cannot afford to lose any more teeth. But then I won't have money to pay for the teeth if I have to do a new ignition. But anyway, I'll call my mechanic tomorrow and see what we can do there. Check the filters. And uh, water in the gas tank and uh, ignition. Well, hopefully your hope I hopefully your mechanic. I mean, do they know what to the hurt search for? Yeah, they do. They it, 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 they're really funny. It's called ZMB uh, uh, BMW Mercedes Motors, and uh, it's the sloppiest, messiest shop in the world. I couldn't even look at it today, but they get the things done. They get top-of-the-line people come in with the top-of-the-line cars. And the place is filthy. I went to this other place, Viches. Not a speck of dust. You would have licked that shiny, beautiful concrete. And But it was so expensive, and the work was no better. So who knows? They always say, check your mechanic, make sure it's a really pristine, clean shop well. This place is a mess. It's like two artists, like Picasso is in there with Michelangelo, and they've tested paints and parts, and it's very messy. But they keep every part they, they use, and they take out, and they just pile them up, but they get the job done. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I love Zorro. I, I just love him. Huh. Anyone has a problem of them burning up your ass, like warm up your car seat while you're sitting in it, and you have to switch off? But you, they turn it on, and then they take shots at my foot. So I have to put certain mm. things through to cover my seat. Do you have a heat unit in your car? Do you have one of those things that advertise in the winter your your seat will warm up for you? I do. I have a switch to turn it on and turn it off. But they manage to Oh, you turn do have a heat unit. Okay. Okay, because they do that to me when I'm just sitting by the computer in an old wood chair. But I think it's the people down below. They'll just heat the, the, the rear end, and I and I get up. Also, I can wake up in a bed of sweat. They can just sweat the heck out of me at night. Well, I so, believe uh, because once I was in the apartment and I sat on the floor, and early in the morning they hammered some device to the person's ceiling downstairs, and when I'm sitting on the floor, they damn near burn the hell out of my vagina. I had a wow. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. So they know where you are because you're being surveilled. 
Yeah. And yeah. They, they can place right under you something, a, mm-hmm. you know, a, a microwave or something. Right. Well, there's a lesson. Bring your tinfoil wherever you go. I mean, foil or something to protect you. Don't sit on the floor. Yeah, I did. You know, I did that because I was hiding and watching TV one time, and then I realized early in the morning I heard them doing something. So that's what they did. They installed something to someone's ceiling. Wow. The wicked. They even yeah, when I hear hammering, I get a little paranoid too. Um, yeah, you need a you need you need um, you need some good shielding so that you know put it on the bottom of the chair. I used to sleep with in bed, but I'll tell you, it really just made me so warm underneath me, my back and everything. You know what works? If you foil the whole floor and uh, rug on top, because then they can't actually see you heavy-duty foil, and then put a rug over it. Nobody could even see you. Have to well, clean. I've got wall-to-wall carpeting on the, on the top floor, and they have bugs all over this place. I took my little meter, and there are about 20 of them, and they're so small I can't see them. I couldn't, can't get rid of them. And they're even on when I turn off all the power. And these apartments are built cheap here in South Carolina compared to New York. Very cheap. The floor is horrible. In New York, if someone's in their apartment under you and you put foil on that floor, they can't detect where you're at unless they put that machine. Check. You hear some kind of machine or some robot moving around. Uh, well, a lot of New- I lived in New York, and a lot of the apartments are very, very old, and they're really well built. They were built around the 1900s, which is when they had their boom. I lived in a uh, brownstone built by the Hammond Oregon people. I mean, it was just gorgeous inlaid wood. I mean, beautifully made and thick. You never heard any neighbors or anything because the walls were thick, the uh, floors were thick, the ceilings. And now you're right. They just clap them together quickly. Yeah. They're a hot mess. The plumbing sucks. It's bad. I had no water from Friday. They just put the water today. Somebody came and did the repair the whole weekend. No water. Oh, that's terrible. Um, So that's your building maintenance uh, company, and that's your landlord. We've been calling them and calling them, and, oh, we will have it done Monday. Monday came, Monday was a holiday, so they got it done today. Oh, I hate that. Everything happens on holiday weekend. Mm. All the bad stuff. Um, I I, uh, had a thing where they didn't fix my air conditioning and so the California it was a uh, 2009 when we had the heat waves 100 608 in my unit day mm-hmm. after day and they, oh we'll get it done next week I said no 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 you don't understand I, I can't have heat I it, it upsets my whole thing well I ended up in the hospital with kidney failure totally dehydrated I, I you know it was just so hot and I couldn't I couldn't retain water. It just sweated out. I couldn't drink enough water, you know. And in the hospital was the only piece I had had. Of course, this is before I knew I was targeted. But I slept. I was there for four or five days. I couldn't believe they kept me that long. But And they wouldn't release me until the landlord guaranteed that the air conditioning was working. I remember people complaining about some white residue around the house. 
Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was Linda, wasn't well, it? No, not white. Mine is either red or if under a black light, it's bright, iridescent, yellowish, oh, greenish. Oh. Well, I work in New York, and there's called a halon system, which is installed. Uh, it's like a. It looks like a fire extinguisher, and if anyone throw a match in the booth to try to set you on fire, the halon goes off, and it lets off something that pulls the oxygen out of the air, so not to permit any flame. And wow! Yeah. It's a very good thing because people used to try to set people on fire, throwing flames inside there. And it lets off a white sort of a powdery sort of thing, you know, in the air. You know, the gas. I think that's what's being used because people, you know, what happens is when I know they release that here in my apartment, I'm dehydrated, my stomach is bubbling, it causes you to have gas. Mm-hmm. They're letting some kind of gas off. I can I can tell. You can smell it because they have a smell that they they they'll put here all day, and it's 110 out. Not today, 107. I open the door. I mean, it's hot, but at least I don't get that smell. And I did notice that some parts of my refrigerator, the ice is melting, or the glass is not cold because I put wine glasses in the freezer. Or the chicken had a warm spot. So I don't, not only took this beautiful refrigerator apart and didn't know what the heck they were doing and didn't even know how to put it back together, but they ruined the coils and in part of it, in the freezer part. I mean, you know, talking about really inept people doing this damage. Well, this is a, a senseless gas that they use. You can't smell it. But I know it has to be coming through the air vent with the air conditioning. There's no other way. And it causes wow. dehydration and everything. My kids end up with a dry throat and everything. I think yes. it's pulling the yes, oxygen. Yes, I got that. It pulls oxygen out the air. So we have to, I tell them, open the windows, let the air out. Don't close the doors. And how hot is it there? In South Carolina, it can be very hot during the day, but we put the AC on. But when the AC on, I think that's when they, they that stuff comes in. Yeah. That's the only way. It has to come through the air vent. That's the only way I can think it comes through here. And by them turning on their TV, it turns my radio frequency up real high. It it drop, it, it makes the white noise go up very high. That's mm. why I tell them. Don't sleep with the TV on. Put the sleep time on. And and what's funny is when you unplug your radio, it's supposed to stop playing, right? This one will play yeah. for a couple of seconds more. So that's radiation. That's not no regular electricity. Well, yeah, or yeah, or you got you got a, a a chip in it. I turn off my phones and they keep they keep on. I have to turn them off twice. So yeah, it's the same phenomenon it seems. Yeah, you know, I I observe a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on. You know, that radio frequency that's that's a telltale thing. That'll tell you a lot about what's going on in your house. And the I will look for that. Thank you. Them old ones, them transistors, you hang on to them. The other ones, the remote control, they can cut them things off on you. Get them mm-hmm. old radios. Yeah. 
daggone shame we have to live like this. Yes, it is. And I, I go around with a baseball cap with a whole bunch of little mirrors from Michael's. I glued it on like some decorative piece. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> they don't yeah, know. Yeah, I put some of that terrific <laughs> foil in, in a baseball cap I got. And I have to say it it does work. But they still knock me. They knock the air out of me, make me dizzy. So oh, that's yeah. not coming from my head. It's coming from some uh, uh, someplace else in this place. And well, it could be the next-door neighbors because I do have some standing just cubic foot standing radiation in two spots in my apartment. And I do oh. use that CC308 meter. And by the way, I had the cable guy here, and I said, just a moment, sir, and I take my meter, and I go around, and I said, you didn't chip these, did you? <laughs> he looked at me, he said, no, we don't do that. I said, good, because, you know, some people have found chips. And he said, well, you know, one man asked me to take apart his TV to make sure there were no chips. And he says, I don't take apart TVs. I put in your cable. This poor guy, and then when I was leaving, he says, give me the name of that meter. He wanted one for his home. (laughs) Poor cable guy, Jose, he was so dear. Oh, no, we don't do that. You're in prison in in your, your house. The smart meter, the cell phone, the car. I don't have a cell phone, and we haven't put smart meters in, but they get you. They get me anyway. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, in the chat room, we have a real loon called Guest 31. Yes. Who is saying I'm harassing somebody who's not even on the call, exactly. and I think that's really magical that I can do that. <laughs> Linda, thank you. Yes, I do. So if the moderator is listening, you can reread Guest 31, who was an absolute fool who was on last night. And he's going to make Derek aware of this. Yeah, he's going to tell on you. Right. You just go call Derek Guest 31. Who is that? That means you'll have to leave the line, maybe. (laughs) She won't come on the call. Well, Harry, can uh, can you be harassing her right now if she won't even come on the call? Yeah, like I use triggers for Cindy. She's not even on the call. Who is Cindy? I have no idea who Cindy I, is. I, I don't know. You're talking about your own car, but somehow you're talking about the same, according to this guy, you talk about the same things that Cindy's perps talk about to her. And it's like Cindy's perps. Ugh. So I asked, Cindy's perps talk about Melinda's car? <laughs> really? To Cindy? <laughs> um, um, and he says, I don't understand. Okay. Oh, yeah, who I doesn't don't. understand, you idiot? I, I anyway. don't. He said, he said, Linda, you don't. The lady from South Carolina, what is your name? Laverne. Laverne. Gosh, good luck with your with your uh, challenges. I've been through a whole lot. You won't believe it, okay? You would not believe it. All the burn marks on my body and them attacking my head <sighs> like it was no tomorrow. They just cut that wow. down. Now they're following me from room to room. I don't know. They're aiming some kind of device. I can hear Yes, they have a thing that can follow you from room to room, a beam. Yes, I read about it. I oh, don't no. know what the machine I is, but they can focus in your place, and it will follow you room to room. Oh, no, this guy, you hear the footsteps. You hear him running. When you hear him in the kitchen, he'll run in there with whatever he got and drop the box, and he's aiming something I can oh. tell. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's a guy. I know. I see his face all the time. 
I called him a perp, and he went to the management office and reported me. Wow. Yeah. See, I, they have not, uh, my whole building has taken over. Nobody has said a word, shows themselves to me. I'll see them go to the elevator, you know, when I open the door. It's called greeter. I call, good morning, greeters, I call them. But <laughs> you, that's amazing uh, is, is that your perp shows himself to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's right upstairs. He can't hide. He has to go up the set. He has to go up the set. <laughs> in order, and then two other apartments emptied out full of perks. Wow. Oh, yeah. They're all over. They're not only in this building. They're in other buildings, too. Because when I drive off, they drive yeah. off after me. Or if I drive off, they drove off right before I left my, my house. Do you ever make a U-turn and go back and, and, and confuse the heck out of them? That's what I do sometimes. I do a couple of things, you know? They just cut you don't have to say. If if it's a secret, you don't have to say because we understand. But it's good you have strategy. Yeah. They cut off my cell phone twice, no service twice, so now I'm using the house phone. Oh, they like tampering with my phone and everything. Wow. Annoy, 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 you know? Yeah, exactly. Just, just get you frustrated over and over and over to wear you down. Yeah. Well, I'm mm-hmm. trying to make bother me. You know, they want to they want pick up that frequency on your brain when you're stressed out. They want that. Yep. They yeah, I know. That. I know. They want to wear you down so they have total control. You know, the trick is to come on these calls, you know, share your stuff. Hopefully we can share a light moment now and again and, and help each other not get worn down, you know? Yeah. yeah my Boy, it's really hard when they pile them on, oh. pile on the, um, yeah. the the stuff. You know, like I was the other day, really, I, I couldn't even be on the phone. I just... Yeah. It's very yeah. hard. They put my phone on no service twice. That's why oh. I had to use the house phone. They'll do this, too. They'll cut this off when they're ready. Yeah, they will. You just get another did, phone? Did you get service back on your cell phone? Let me see. They're all over my computer right now. Now it says home. Before it kept saying no service, no service. Every mm-hmm. time I try to call, I turn it off, turn it uh, back on, and sometimes I get service. They'll say home, but they know how to shut it down. What, what, what uh, provider are you with? What server? Oh, Net10. I'm on Net10, too. But I have a little flipped up. I I, I just, the smartphone is meaningless to me because I never use this cell phone. Yeah. This is crazy. Yes, it is. Oh, I didn't find the, um, what's the name of that, uh, Mylon? But then I found something very good that's very similar to it. Going to the camping section in Walmart, they have the uh the sheets of Mylon. Yeah, they even have the raincoats, mm-hmm. too. They even have the what? They have the sheets, the raincoats. big old sheets, and they have the raincoat ones, too. Oh, yeah, oh. they have, they have like, ponchos. Yeah, and uh, the sheet, the big sheet was only three ninety nine. I love hate, it. hate to tell you this, but on, on Amazon, you can get 10 for, like, twelve ninety nine. What? Yeah, <laughs> try Amazon. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, it, just to try the thing for the first time without buying yeah. a huge, you know, bucket load is, is good. Mm-hmm. Also, I did go to Ralph's and I did buy some more of that miso soup. Oh, 
yeah. And I, I don't hydrate enough, so I put extra water in it, and I'll have yeah. one or two a day so to keep my water up because I don't want to end up in the hospital again. Yeah, because that gas they use and it dehydrates you. It will take the oxygen out of your air, out of your air. Exactly, you're so right, Laverne. You are yeah. so right. I never put the two and two together, but boy, when they do the gas a lot, I can wake up and have a huge like this thing in my throat, and I'll get it out, and then my throat's all dry, and the mouth is dry. So it's yeah, you're right. So any way you can hydrate yourself, and without Coca-Cola, no Coke or cola of any kind. Yeah. You can do it with just National Now Ralph's and C V S both have these twenty four to thirty two case of purified water. Now you know, you have to trust that it's purified and not just fluoride water that they're disguising. And it's really cheap. It so is. you can get reverse osmosis water and you could buy I at Ralph's I bought well I didn't buy ten for ten dollars, I bought eight, you know. The basket couldn't carry. I was tired of losing those bottles over. It's still in the car, but I'll get them up tomorrow. Uh, but it's purified water, and if you drink the purified water, put it in the miso soup or whatever you want to mix it with, mm-hmm. and just keep drinking the water. It's so right. You were so right about the dehydration. Oh, yeah. And another lady got on the line and said that that's one of their goals is to dehydrate you. Well, that'll put you, let me tell you, in the hospital quicker than anything. I, think I couldn't even talk to the EMS. I could. He said, well, why don't you go to a coffee shop and drink coffee and water all day? That, and it is cool in there because it's too damn hot in here, ma'am. And I said, would you please take me to the hospital? That's why I called you. We don't have to make judgments on how hot it is. I know. And I can't sit in the coffee shop for eight hours, sir. I mean, they'll kick me out. What? <laughs> Uh, a, he was on top of things, huh? Well, you know, they say that they they are perpy too. They're they're involved, EMS people, and I don't want to believe that. But boy, I'll tell you another thing. I have had two ambulance rides, and they obviously they pick you up, right? They know your address, your apartment number. Yeah. And the fire department turned me over to collections because I didn't pay the thousand and twelve hundred dollars for the ambulance, mm-hmm. and they never sent me a bill. And then they said, well, here's our address we have on you. And, of course, they're missing an apartment number. They're missing a zip code. I mean, it was just obvious. I got them paid and everything cleared up. But be very careful because they're not your friends. Although they will not let you die on that ambulance because if they do, they're toast. That's and if you say DNR, do not resuscitate me, they say, well, that's just fine. Here's the mask and here's your hostage. They have to, by law, resuscitate you, the EMS. Well, yeah. They have to try. They're, they have to at least say they try, right? Well, yeah, usually people don't die on the ambulance. If you notice, okay. the, yeah. they were taken over to county medical where they died yeah. an hour later. Because yeah. they will keep you alive anyway. They will paddle you. They will epinephrine you. They will oxygen you to keep you alive. So you do not die on that ambulance because it's, they would be totally liable. Yeah. Hmm. I've been taken there a few times myself. I had a little ambulance ride all due to the perp. You know? Wow. Yeah, well, they, they got you, woman. Boy. Yes, they do. Okay. Incredible. Yeah. 
Well, I'm figuring someday it'll get better. That's why I moved. Thought it would get better. You know? I moved around. Yeah. Well, didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Didn't help at all. Nope. Nope. They come find you. Well, it's not a matter of hiding. It's just looking for some place safe that I could put foil up all over the place. Yeah, I understand. Now, the police came here one night with a social worker, and they checked out my foil. That was when I first found I had foil everywhere, on the bed, on the floor, on the computer. Around. <laughs> Good for you. And he looked at me, and I looked at him. <laughs> I said, yes, it's reflective from my tent. Gentlemen, let's go to the living room and sit down. Why are you here? <laughs> oh, that was such a night. <sighs> Somebody was t- just saying that, that they had, his neighbors called the police or had a welfare check, whatever, on him because he was building a foil um, tent. And it's like, yeah. so? So? Well, we should how does he know they're building a tent unless well, he can see inside the apartment? Or I think it was in How the did they know uh, yeah, I think it was that I was a danger to myself or anyone else? They said a friend called. Well, I have no friend of mine called. I called all no one. What are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's somebody who was surveilling me up yeah. called. Oh, sure. And it's a 911 call, by the way, so it's recorded. He said, I'm a danger to myself and others. And I said, gentlemen, I've never been happier in my life. My friends didn't call you. Yeah. And it's a shame that somebody can just pick up a phone and call and say yeah. Susie or Laverne is uh, dangerous to herself and you better have her committed. Interesting. I'm surprised my sister didn't do that to me. And just about everything else, you know. <laughs> you should do it to her. Payback. <laughs> I foiled my wall one time. They do not say who called. They do not say who called. Oh, I think that's such a good idea. I think I'll call on her husband. He is a danger. To the rest of us. He writes the software for this crap. I saw something on Derek's, I'm sorry, I saw something yes, okay. on Derek's website, and one time I had foiled my whole side of my living room wall where the yes. perps were next door yes. and the downstairs because the brother and sister lived upstairs in the bedroom. So they were occupying the living room, so I foiled the whole side of the wall because they kept tagging me while I was on the couch, hitting yeah. everything. So hmm. I turned around and I foiled the whole wall. They used a device that made it make me feel like my body was gonna blow up, like my body went wow. to two, three hundred degree temperature, and my head was gonna burst. Wow! Made my my head feel like it was a, a, a overinflated basketball, and I had to run out the living room into the kitchen where there's a whole bunch of frequency in the kitchen. You know? Huh. Wow. Yeah, it was really bad. I never ever felt that way in my life. It was like they were putting my my body on fire, like I was gonna explode. I've never felt that in my life, never, ever. Yeah. Like my body temperature just went up hundreds of degrees. I never felt that. And when I saw somebody reported that on Derek's website, I said, yep, I know what that person went through. Yeah. I never. I had to sleep in the kitchen from that time on with all the tiles and everything around me. Oh, huh. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. When I took a nap, I sat on the counter, put my head on the counter, oh. sat in a high chair. Yeah, I couldn't even go in my living room and sleep. We should not be living like this. Yeah. It's horrible. Crazy. Mm-hmm. They're using everything and anything and everything possible. And this is the worst state for me to be in, but my kids are here. They don't even want to leave South Carolina. 
military state, right? Yeah. Fort Jackson here. Do you live with them, with your kids? Yeah, my kids. Yeah. We all live together in a three-bedroom right now. Yeah. I mean, I moved how many times? I don't know. So many times. I even went back to New York for two and a half years. Yeah. I got held there, too. It was everywhere I go. They find you. Oh, yeah. It's not a matter of finding. They know I'm going to use the phone and communicate with my kids. There's no hiding. Mm-hmm. There is no hiding. And with the chips in the body, I mean, shoot. You can go do, you, do, you, do you know right who in? submitted you for this program, Laverne? Somebody on the job. Somebody on the job. When I reported sexual mm-hmm. harassment, that was it. Oh, oh okay. No broke uh, loose. Somebody gets mad. Oh, bless their little egos. They're mad. And then they subject you to this stuff. Horrible. This piece of shit. Excuse me. They always follow me around and everything. This piece of shit at work. I couldn't wait to leave out of there most of the time. So unfair. That's what happens. You know, you get into an argument with people like yep. that. When yep. she hit me on my ass, that was it. Jesus. That was it. I don't touch nobody. I don't like nobody touching me. Well, yeah. You know? Pat, you're, pat you on your ass at work? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. That's, that's sexual harassment. Obviously. I mean, I don't know. I think it's better off if we're fired from something as opposed to being subjected Submitted yeah. for this, you know. Yeah. Mhm. Oh yeah. Well, that we're thinking they're they're thinking like normal people, you know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. People that do this stuff are not normal. They don't think normally. We can't. That's why we can't figure out what the hell they're doing or why they're doing this because they're mm-hmm. not normal. They're not normal. They're and animals. It's not even people. What did that uh, lady call it? Uh, the computer's name is Tammy, and uh, Ryan too says it's um. It's a uh, conscious supercomputer, not just a supercomputer, conscious. So they have the emotions. We've been memory downloaded to them. So they have all these things about us. They know everything. Yeah. They certainly certainly know how to kick in my old memories, the memories I would really rather not recall, you know. They have a way of finding, yeah. finding those, and God, all of a sudden they just hit me again, you know? It's so painful. Memories that I... I they don't, so they don't do memories with me. Yeah. Isn't that funny? They don't do any memories with me, although you know that they've been through every publicity picture. I've got a huge cedar chest full of all my photos over the years. Yeah. They've been through everything. They've photographed everything. Is it true they have data on everybody? They have data? I think data. They, yeah, they got information on everybody from the time you was what? I heard in the 1970s they really started doing stuff, and that's when they tried to push yeah. homosexuality in the school, about teaching about that, how right it is. And it's was that right. the 70s? I thought that was the 90s that they really went over to the whole yeah. sexual oh. teaching kindergarten uh, kindergarten kids or something. I remember when my sister was born. 
And, you know, when she was going to school in the lower grade, they sent a letter home to my mom asking, is it okay if we teach your daughter? And my mother was like, no, wait. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I told there... the teacher in the New York City school system, and she said that they they are forced to do that, to put it in there, in the curriculum, to talk about homosexuality and how okay it is. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Well, there's one father wrote it to his school and says, you know, the minute the kid asks the question at home about sex is when he will learn the answer to that question. I do not respect you teaching him anything. Yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, now it's a thing that you cannot say he or she. He or she is, 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 is sexist. And some states have it by law that guys that are gay can go into a girl's bathroom. And the transgenders, yeah. Yeah. They have you, talk, you talked about their starting this in the 1970s. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I had the damnedest experience. That's, that just I, I just remembered this. I, well, I remember it when I think about it. But um, And my cleaning lady was here, so I showed her this, too, to make sure I wasn't crazy. I had a bill on my on my bedroom floor from 1974 from 8th, no, 14th Street when I lived in Santa Monica. From the, it had the right address. It was mine. had my name on it. It was a bill from 1974. How weird is that? Maybe it was 1984. That's strange. No, I'm sorry. It was 1980. No, it was 1974. How weird is that? Yeah. It's not like I've been dragging that bill around with me all these years. What? You know? I don't know. I don't know. So, so you probably threw the bill away at some point. Yeah. And they've been they... going through your trash ever since. And I know they've been going through mine. For a lot of years. Apparently a lot of years because that was like, what? 1974 or 14th Street. It was in Santa Monica when I lived in an apartment with my son on James, St. James Place in Santa Monica. And there it was. It was. I. I. It's all. I almost didn't say it because it's hard to believe, but it happened. <laughs> I mean, That's how amazing. weird. I thought that was amazing. I. I went to work for my husband's law firm in 1975, and I thought, well, maybe. And my husband always did. We. We got along very well, and he was attracted to me back then. Maybe that's when they started following me because I think they were targeting him too. I yeah. don't know. I just think that was too weird for words. Hey, Linda. Yeah, this is Ma- Manuel. Yeah, Manuel. Hey, uh, I was just thinking, yeah. uh, back in uh, 2000, right, I used to sit on my sidewalk, and, and uh, uh, pretty girls used to walk by, right? Yeah. And, and I looked at them, right? Yeah. And uh, they walked by, you know, and you look at the back side of them, too, because you're a man, right? Yeah. Okay, well, they turned around rubbing their butts and, and looking at me like, you know. Oh, my. <laughs> because they were trying to make me think that, you know, I was burning a hole in their butt. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, I know. They're, they're, they're tricky, ain't they? Well, now, honey, that may not be perps. That may be your iron eyes, and they picked up on it immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. No, I know it wasn't. I, it happened like three or four times, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And I just now figured that out when uh, she was telling me that they were burning her butt at work. 
It's amazing how some of these things can bring bring up uh, stuff that's happened so long ago. Yeah. yeah. I can yeah, see how long this in, stuff has been going on. Put another piece in my puzzle for me. Thank you. I'm just wondering. I'm wondering how you know. A lot of people say we've been we've been getting targeted longer than we know, and I'm wondering if that isn't really true. Because 74. Why would I find why? Why would I? Would you know that? what the receipt was for? Was yeah, it was for, a power bill. It was a power bill. For power Saint, bill. A power bill for St. James um, apartment complex on. on and was what Saint kind James. of condition was it in? Was it like a Xerox? They're relatively copy? new. No, it, it looked relatively. You know, it wasn't all crumpled up in a mess. It was just like it had been in the file. <laughs> I. And and you filed everything. How long did you keep your receipts? Oh. And did you throw them out in bulk or have stuff shredded? You know, I don't know. I was drinking back then. I don't know. I don't know. Were you organized? Eh, yeah, well, I'm told I I was, but some people think I'm organized. Some people don't. I don't know what what organized is. Yeah. But But that's that's intriguing. It was just, I mean, I just went, oh. Oh, it like took the wind out of me. You know, that's just too weird to mm-hmm. see. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. honest for longer for longer than we think. You know, who knows? God. Well, you know, from a power company, power keeps copies of the bills, probably. Oh, honey, no, this was a real bill. On microfiche at, no, 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 you know, no, uh, at, no, no hmm? this was not a microfiche copy. This was a real life. No, 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 no. They, but you, no, no. It's, I know what I'm. No, I know what I mean is. Yeah. Is that if they wanted copies, they could get them because they usually keep them. It wouldn't be like origi- on. Um, this was an original bill. This was an original bill. Mm. It was like orange and some other color. It was an original bill. It wasn't just something that the power company regurgitated. Mm-hmm. You no, know, this was an and original. And it was right on the floor there for it, you. On huh? the floor in my bedroom in in this new house. I've moved how many times wow. since then? I don't know if it's me. I do think my husband was a target way back then. It's the same partner that's been screwing with me ever since who, you know, yeah. who took all that money um, or tried to. Um, and how does that partner get along with your brother-in-law? I mean, are they all did, what? members of the same club good with, with your sister's husband? Well, I don't know. I mean, I would. I, good question. Good question. I don't know. Um, I, I would I would say that they never met, but how do I know? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know how much. Frankly, my sister, if she, if she were buttered up enough and people treated her as though she were a queen, she would go anywhere. She would do anything, including putting her sister, you know, targeting her own sister. And uh, I think mm-hmm. that's kind of my, what may have happened there. I don't know. Ugly. Mm-hmm. Ugly people. Ugly, yes. Anyway, I almost didn't say that because it's kind of hard to believe, but it is what it is, you know. I didn't yeah, but you you intimated that this has been that your whole family has been kind of. Oh yeah, no, I'm talking about the bill, the bill from the power company from. Uh, no, oh, uh, the bill, oh, bill, yeah. Jesus, seventy-four, and it just scared me. Who? Why is that even here? Ah, ah, ah. You know, just to let me know they've been following me that long. I don't know. Well, who put it there and who got yeah. any place to put it there? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know, but it was weird. 
scares me. It scares me just to think about it. I'm, I'm embarrassed that I even said it because it's really not so easy to believe, but it is what it is. You know, well, probably people are going to be thinking tonight. What? Call. I mean, how far back does it go with them? Well, I I'm thinking 74. My sister died in 75, and I was doing this show in 74, 75. And yeah. were they targeting me then, you know? Yeah, we don't know. We really don't know, do we? I would hate to think that this is true. I, I, I think it had something to do with my husband and the fact that he and I were getting close back then. And they wanted to know who I was, you know. And, and you know, his his partner would, would do that in a hot minute. But to keep it this long, I mean, it ties in somehow to my Yeah, but they can't stop it. You know, once it started, it, I think Duncan and several others said there's no way that even the person who submitted you, turned you in, whatever the word is, yeah. can stop it. Boy, I guess not. I guess not. He was sure looking around my <laughs> my house, wasn't he? Or in my, I don't know, it's scary. But I did, I showed it to my housekeeper, and she and I both just thought, <gasps> too creepy for words. Just scary. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's a little bit of revelation on my... Yeah, scary. Scary, scary. I don't know if they can't stop it. I don't know what goes on. I don't know when they started. I don't know if we're if if most. I think a lot of people feel that they've been stalked all their lives, you know. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I have been. Well, on one of the things, uh, bio uh, bio on asylum. What is it? Data asylum. They said they turn in your name and then somebody vets you and vets you and vets you and goes back to childhood. The whole thing, every grade, every class, every doctor, everything. Then either they accept or reject you as a Mm -hmm. contestant, participant, whatever the word is. (laughs) Then it's turned over to somebody else who will do your algorithm. Meanwhile, the guy who turned you in is far far gone, out of the picture. Interesting. They keep it pretty compartmentalized, don't they? Yes, exactly. That way nobody can turn on the other guy. And nobody can turn mm-hmm. in the third guy down or the third guy back up. I guess. Yeah, well, those are totally anonymous, and, and, they, and they change. You know, they're not the same people for years. After a certain period of time, they're shifted out. But your name is far down the line from the beginning, yeah. you know. It's, it doesn't change. I mean, you know. It doesn't change. Mm-hmm. We are t- we are targeted no matter what. I guess mm-hmm. very upsetting. Great. Huh. Um, I've got to make a little stand for my camera. Thought I'd use my tripod, but I can't find the base to put the camera on. So until I get this stuff repaired, you know, if it needs it, you know, I want to take mm-hmm. pictures of when it's tall. And I'll check the tachometer. Yes. Yes. But you know, it's so quiet because it's not a major thump or anything. It just they goes on. And I'll only notice it two or three seconds later. Wow. So the tachometer will already be gone down, you know? Mm-hmm. It will have already been, the engine will have already shut off, you mean? Yes. 
Yeah. And sometimes I can feel it, but I have to be so attuned. And, of course, I don't want to pay that much attention to it. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I, I don't I want that to run. be my... Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Makes sense to me. Oh, well, how many of us are here? Well, how come we're the only ones talking? Let's see. Quite a few on mute. Uh, you guys were talking about the way all the filth is being pushed on your kids. I think I told you in the last podcast it was because of it was because of um, that book that got published. Uh, uh, history, history, uh, history, sexual history of the American male by Alfred Kinsey. Uh-huh. There's lots of do- lots of documentaries on YouTube how he got the model penal code um, uh, made that was meant to change all the laws, and there's lots of documentaries showing how filthy this disgusting pedophile was. And um, you know he was making pornos in his own house, and uh, there's documentaries. I think it's called the Kinsey Syndrome on YouTube, yeah. Yeah. and that exposes how um, the table on the back of the book, how he was allegedly, uh, you know, somehow getting information of pedophiles that were uh, timing how long it would take for children to allegedly have an orgasm, and he was, oh. defining, an or- he was defining an orgasm as uh, shaking in pain. So, um, you know, because children shake in pain when they're raped, that means oh. they're sexually active from birth, and that's why he made the conclusion that the children need sex ed, which, of course, is bullshit. Uh, children do not need to be associated with anything sexual until no. they come of age. That's until common they... sense. Yeah. But that's where it comes from. That's what, that's what drives it. And in America, it's, it's gone further than that. Um, in California, all, everyone, all children are required to learn Gay History Month by law, and they all follow Kevin Jennings' textbook, Obama's Safe Schools Are, who uh, I think Bill Ayers, the weather underground bomber, wrote the foreword in one of his books. And um, that, that book, he's got a whole chapter de- uh, dedicated to the founder of the American gay rights movement, Harry Hay. And Harry Hay is famous for, famous for walking uh, down the street in a gay pride march saying, Nambler walks with me. And there's a video about um, Kevin Jennings from Breitbart. It's also on YouTube that exposes him, going, photographs of him going to Nambler meetings. So by law, if you just type uh, Harry Hay Gay History Month into Google, by law, all children must praise Nambler. Hail Nambler. That's, that's, what they're, that's what they're legislating in California, for God's sake. It's disgusting. You know, people need to... But if you protest against it, you're a homophobe because the gays are now saying if you're against pedophilia, if a gay does it, you're a homophobe. And it's like saying, if you don't like global banks, you're anti-Semitic. It's the same kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm. If you you criticize the um, few rich family, a few rich dynasties like the Rothschilds, you know, you're anti-Semitic. I mean, what's wrong with hating being (laughs) anti-elitist? Yeah. But uh, that, that's the only thing I wanted to chime in. And um, okay. in Australia, in Australia, um, I'm more grounded in fact. I, I, I never try and say they. I always point the finger at who's responsible if I have the evidence. And um, I had an experience as a targeted individual in Australia before I left the country. 
and my own parents said I was paranoid. In the oh, year I left yeah. in 2000, 2000 oh, I, I've proven I wasn't. That's why it's a good story for your people to hear. In 2007, when my saga was going on, they made laws that, that got a lot of attention in the media that the police can break into your neighbor's property in order to plant bugging devices in yours for surveillance warrants. They actually made a law for that. If you, if you, if you go, diggling, go digging from down under in Australia, because in Australia, they try and legalize all the crimes they do. Like if they want to kill a whistleblower and lock them up in jail for having dirt on corrupt police, they make a law for that. And that's the law I'm accused of, 60C Crimes Act. Um, if, if they want to uh, target, let's say, outlaw motorcycle gangs, they make the gang laws bill. And they say, if you have a lock on your front door, a, a front gate of your house, that's a fortification. If you have CCTV, that's a fortification. And you can go to jail for having fortifications on your house if you're targeted with a control order. And that's the uh, 2006 gang laws bill in New South Wales. And also the failed legislation, the criminal organisation control bill 2010 but now they're making all these gang laws around the world which is crime of association if you've been formally targeted with a control order and the um the court the the, the judge that when you're not allowed to hear why when they're deciding if you're being subject of what they what they call a local domestic terrorism control order you're not allowed to know what they're accusing you of uh -huh. and the judge has to be handpicked by the attorney general that's the Criminal Organization Control Bill 2010. Read it. I mean, it's, it's what it says. So um, legally, legally, they're making the legal framework to target people. So my dad said I was paranoid about hearing scratching in my roof. It was probably a rat, blah, blah, blah. And in my apartment block, the uh, gay neighbor that called the gay police to my house that I was already fighting with the court that day was the only apartment in our, our two-story uh, block of units that had the trap door to the roof on the top floor. So I thought that's why they made the law because of me. And I, and I found a listening device by using a magnetic stud finder. You know how you can find metal objects that have been added behind walls? How? With one of those. That, that's how I found out something was up. And I didn't have the guts to destroy that. I was renting the property. I didn't have guts to go through the roof. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I had this big saga. I won in court and um, I, I, the police, I, was, I had complained against police corruption and the police actually would just to stalk me and harass me. They even went out on the in our front yard and started drinking beer on duty. I mean, just to rub in that they are the law. And um, I left the country and I thought it was over, my saga, you know, no criminal record, everything. Yeah. And uh, I called my neighbours to see how they're going because uh, my neighbours got arrested as well because they're my witnesses. There was a guy who was a oh, woman geez. beater. There was a guy who was a woman beater and, um, you know, one day before I went to work as a bouncer, when I, was, I dropped out from IT at that time, and uh, I had to stop this guy bashing up, his, bashing up this woman with a shovel. And they were actually filming a movie at our house. And you can actually look up the house I was in and see it in a Hollywood movie. Square the movie uh, that was released by Village uh, Roadshow, a crime drama in Australia. You can go onto Google Earth and look up 16 William Street Leichhardt. And you do a 360 view around there, you'll probably see me in the 2007 photo, the six foot ten tall giant. I'm actually in the street view when the Google van went past. And you can see the Cyclops, Cyclops toy store across the road from the house, and you can also see it in the movie. But why did I mention the movie? Because the filming was delayed because this woman basher was uh, 
making so much noise, you know, assaulting, uh, assaulting this woman. And um, I call up my neighbors to see how they're going with their court case because they broke into his apartment when, when they heard blood-curdling screams in a case of domestic violence and pulled him off. And the police realized that they were my witnesses in my case against the gay police. So they arrested the, the, the Good Samaritan neighbors. Anyway, I call up my neighbors from Korea after I left the country to see how they're going. I learned two shocking things. First, I learned was that the uh, woman basher couldn't keep himself out of jail before the court date. The police's own witness against my neighbors and they had completely won in court. That was the good news. The bad news is I found out five detectives went to my house with a baseball bat. So I go to local court and I go, okay, you guys went to my house. Where's the search warrant? There was no search warrant, the register of uh, Balmain local court says. So I say, hey, mate, all my neighbours are being deposed by uh, my barrister, John Medley QC, make with a search warrant as per the law. I'm entitled to it if they enter my house using forceful means. And he goes, um, um, uh, uh, there was a search warrant, but it wasn't executed. I'm going, well, if it wasn't executed, how do I know about it? You've, <laughs> you've got three days. Here's my fax number. And surprise, surprise, the registrar made with the search warrant. And it says 60C New South Wales Crimes Act. It's the only fully indictable offence that gets five years jail or more. In America, not every case you're entitled... In Australia, it's not like America, where every case you're entitled to a jury... And uh, the 60C thing, the only people that can be victims of the alleged offence are police, okay? It, uh, so it's a crime of obtaining law enforcement officer, or sorry, crime of obtaining personal information on a law enforcement officer for the purposes of uh, stalking, harassing, or otherwise harming the officer in any way. And this was actually the first stalking law on the books, the first legislation in Australia that said the word stalking before they made all these new stalking and stalking and internet crimes for the modern era. But stalking was never defined under the act. So I'm accused of stalking a gay cop that was sent to my house by a gay neighbor to help an illegal immigrant get a visa for money because only police can overrule immigration and give a, a legal immigrant a visa to stay in the country and marry and live happily ever after. That's the ZB951 criminal justice uh, stay visa. So, you know, I exposed the corruption, you know, how the police were going into the business of giving visas to illegals that money can't buy. Well, sorry, that, that you can't buy any other way. You can't get it through the Migrant Review Tribunal. And, um, you know, if you had been caught out not attending university for a year and doing a fake, doing fraudulent application, a fake letter, this is the only way possible an illegal immigrant could get a visa. I have a gay neighbor move in next door, like your gang stalking thing. The cops put a fake name for this gay neighbor on the, the fact sheet, or you would say charge sheet. They use an alias, R.J. Randall. So someone who's a, you only get an alias if you're a police informant. So this gay neighbor moves in a week before I'm framed. Two gay police come to my house to help an illegal, to frame me up with an act of domestic violence myself. I win in court. I put the audio of the judge saying, Mr. McKee never did an act of violence. <coughs> Think I get my.
sorry about that. What happened? So anyway, that was the uh, that was the case. You know, everyone thought I was paranoid, and uh, I got the search warrant. I proved that I I, I was subject to this um, rare law, and uh, the two people before me were deaths in custody. Now, how did I find that? I applied to Corrective Services New South Wales, and they said we can't give you the information of the two people accused of the crime before you, which I got from the government with this inquiry. I'll give you a link. And I said, why can't you give me the information? And they said, the next of kin hasn't approved the release of the information on the two prisoners accused of this crime before you were accused of it. I said, well, why did you ask the next of kin? And that was a very interesting question. So that's how I know everyone accused of this law before me uh, is dead. And it's a, it's a legal framework for the execution of people who know too much about police corruption. And you can confirm that Google Docs spreadsheet by sending a one-line email to these people, citing the reference number. Bureau of Criminal Statistics and Research. So, um, yeah, I won't rant anymore. Does anyone have any uh, any uh, questions for me about, uh, you know, my, my battle in Australia? And if you expose police corruption, if they've got into a business of giving visas, which they shouldn't be, it's, it's immigration's job. Uh, they shouldn't be signing off criminal justice uh, stay certificates. And people who normally get these visas as witnesses in criminal proceedings normally have to be deported. But they changed um, the uh, regulations. So if you don't have a substantive visa and you're in the country, that's immigration code words for being an illegal alien. You can marry on a partner visa. But if you have outstanding action against you for being illegal in a deportation order, you can't marry. So the only way to fix that status so you can marry and stay in Australia if you're an illegal immigrant is first accuse some poor sort of a crime. And that's what this six, that's what this uh, ZB ZB951 criminal justice stay visa is about. So I wasn't really fighting with gay police, and the uh, just to, just so happened the two officers sent to my house were gay. If you Google Tui Ornsby, one of the arresting officers on the fact sheet, and uh, UK Mirror, boosted by a lesbian tiff. She's in the mainstream news for doing lesbian domestic violence, almost occasioning in death against her teammate, Cheryl Swoon, before becoming. Yeah, okay, that's enough. Jeez. Uh, let me ask, uh, if you're still there, uh, Australia, you, you, you cut off. Well, I, is this I, I, true for was, New Zealand also? Is this true for New Zealand also, the same kind of um, pedophilia pushing? Hello? Oh, I muted him. Uh, oh, okay. You oh. Want to, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know I have how that's going to do targeting. I, don't, I guess he's targeted. You want to, uh, I'll unmute him, but uh, I didn't know where I was going. I don't, what's his name, uh, Mr. Australia? Uh, okay, look, uh, one of my friends on Twitter who's uh, helped me fight these, uh, these, these pedophilia normalization activists um, is, is good friends with him. Uh, his Twitter ID is Tom Carhill. Um, I need to just, I have to probably have to go through my emails and start digging. But um, if, you, if you wait, if you were to talk about something else for 10 minutes, I'll be able to get you his website. And uh, 
he's um, he's he's connected with a network of bounty hunters in um, Southeast Asia who get money from anti-pedophile charities that build up intelligence dossiers on these uh, these pedophiles, the majority of them being gay. And uh, when they come to Southeast Asia, they put under surveillance. And when they're caught in the hotel room with a young boy, they get them arrested and they get the money from char- from charities. Uh, that uh, mm. there are charities that actually uh, do pay these bounty hunters for information leading, leading to arrests. And one one of them um, was just. In, I actually met one of them. I met. I went to meet them when I went to Thailand last month. There's some good ones and there's some bad ones. There's some politically correct ones which you have to watch out for. Uh, does it, is this happening in New Zealand also? Um, New Zealand and Australia are practically the same place. I, have a, I travel on a oh, New Zealand passport, but if I was to go to New Zealand, I would be arrested in New Zealand for a crime not in New Zealand because they have a special uh, extradition zone. They don't have a treaty, an extradition treaty. They have a bilateral agreement. That means both countries enacted laws to respect the authority of each other's uh, courts across the Tasman Sea. It's called the backing of warrants scheme and in England they have the same thing. It's called the European arrest warrant scheme. So an Australian man, uh, Frederick Tobin, was arrested in England for a crime not in England called Holocaust denial. And, his, uh, and uh, he spent what, over a year in jail there uh, and he beat, the, he beat the extradition proceedings. He, he gets back to South Australia, lands on the plane, Channel 7 News puts the camera in front, of his pay, in front of his face and said, how do you feel about your whole horrible ordeal being locked up for one year? Will you seek restitution for your suffering? And he says, being Frederick Tobin, says, I'm not a Jew. I don't sue. Bam! Straight to jail. Racial vilification. Whoa. Game over. And he oh went to jail gosh. in Australia. Frederick Tobin, I'll give you his website. He's another targeted person. And he is in a very, his YouTube channel was very interesting. He was a history teacher. And he got a bit marginalised because he was persecuted. He was persecuted before he became a um, a uh, Holocaust revisionist. So he's had an interesting story as well. He was also there's also an English teacher travelling around the world too. ESL Daily did a report about him. Frederick Tobin is the case. Arrested in England. Well, before you say goodnight, I'm really curious to know how the people, the rank and file. The people on the street feel about these uh, pedophilia laws being passed. I have a whole show fighting. Are they fighting it, or are they just uh, so such sheeple that they're just not even paying attention? Well, they're actually so brainwashed. We just won a massive case yesterday in court. A woman was accused of the crime of saying, uh, "I don't want pedophiles in my working in my preschool." When in in her state of Victoria, there's a special law. Section 25 of the Victorian Equal Opportunities Act that says you're allowed to lawfully discriminate against gay marriage activists to walk up to a preschool and say, I do sodomy sex, don't discriminate, let me see your babies naked now. There's a law made to stop pedophilia. And they, they actually have an exemption. She was interviewed as a political candidate by the Hamilton Spectator, by a gay journalist. They put her on the spot. She just asked her the question, what do you think about gays in preschools? She, said, she, she responded like how I said, and then she was prosecuted for a law in a different state that said they had jurisdiction because if her comments were published in the local newspaper that has a website that's accessible in New South Wales, and the same guy suing Tess Corbett is also suing my dad 
because the gay mafia couldn't get me because I was in exile. So why not target his family? You know, it's mafia tactics to say, if I can't get you, I'll get your family, which is what the gays did. And um, they're true to form, being the gay mafia. They're coming after my dad. And um, they're also coming after other individuals. And I did a, a radio interview with another gay mafia targeted individual, John Sunhol, um, uh, with, uh, on the Nothing But The Truth show on uh, TalkShoe. I also put the MP3 of it uh, on, on my talk show, and I'm doing my first live um, talk with a, a guest from South Australia where we really get into these bikey gang laws, and he's going to share a story about the family, in double quotes, pedophile ring. But there's pedophile rings all over, over the place. When I was in Bakersfield, and I, and I had a, had a run-in with a corrupt cop in America, I heard about the Lords of Bakersfield pedophile ring. There's pedophile rings all over the place, and the South Australian one is actually very famous uh, or infamous. You know, in England they have uh, a big problem with this too. That the, the, the uh, Westminster pedophile ring is the latest scandal. And another woman in yep. Victoria, Christine Snit, put ga put gay marriage and Westminster pedophile ring in the same paragraph. And guess what? She's being sued by Gary Burns as well. My dad's being sued. Bernard Gaynor's being sued. Uh, heaps and heaps of people are being sued because you can't say pedophile is wrong. Because pedophilia is wrong. Because the gays believe pedophilia is a holy sacrament that must not be criticised. Anyone who criticises published gay marriage activists that plead guilty to sodomy of a 20-month-old Russian infant like Mark Newton and Peter Trong will be prosecuted. And they are being prosecuted. And the court has ruled... Tell us, when, when, is your, when is your live show? When is your first live show? Uh, it's on Saturday at 1 a.m. EST, or, um, yeah, 1 a.m. EST American time. And uh, someone equally as unpopular as me will be uh, showing how the newspapers love to demonize and saying that we're politically incorrect. Well, I'm going to post some links now from the latest news from Australia. We've had this uh, massive, massive victory. This is a case that's in the news, okay? We won the case, but the mainstream news doesn't want to talk about it. The case law came out yesterday. I'll give you a link to the case law site. It's Test Corbett versus Burns. We thrashed them. The mainstream news won't cover that case. They, 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 they cover, well, we they cover the, the gays. We have here with... We have the same problem here. They won't cover us TIs either. Yeah, one, one is covert harassment. It, it, apparently, these people are publicizing this stuff. But remember, uh, American bombs have, uh, you know, are responsible for millions of the deaths of children. So, I mean, in the in the realm of, you know, numbers and statistics, it's this pedophilia thing is, uh, you know, how is that covert? It seems to be in the open. So, uh, well, they're blasting it. There's the Hempstead case in England with MPs. Oh, yeah. You see, the thing about the whole pedophilia in, in England is, it's the high, it's the real high ups. They want to get to the queen. They want to get all the way to the top. So they're doing it, you know, level by level. It's like what Derek says: start at the county level and just work your way up. Yeah, but they don't, yeah, I mean, pretty much I would think that they can discover that. I don't think radiation poisoning and... Uh, well, um, you know, they haven't, 
uh, Don, this has gone on for hundreds of years. Thousands and thousands of kids have been put in orphanages and used as sex toys. I mean, this is coming out. And they're digging up in Sussex. They're digging up the floors of these orphanages and finding tons of bodies like they did in Ireland. I mean, yeah, who knows how many bodies uh, here uh, have been buried from uh, microwave poisoning. So it's really like layer by layer uncovering the sickness on this planet reaches every single yeah, area. I mean, and killing a child with a bomb or hundreds of them with one bomb. I mean, nobody's saying anything about that, what Israel does. Yeah, no, it, uh, it, and, and that's, and, it, that's disgusting. That, uh, and how that many are wounded for everyone killed? How many are wounded? You know, it's like... Yeah, you know, no, the children in this on this planet are just getting mutilated. As but, are the young I mean, men in war. It's... it's, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's Time to. Uh, it's very, very sad. I just put some links that are pretty, are pretty shocking, just to prove that I wasn't deluded. You know, I mean, it's literally a crime to link to a video on my channel, mate, which is the con video contents made by the state government broadcaster, the lesbian journalist Cara Meldrum Hannah. Uh, spinning the facts around about these two gay marriage activists, baby rapists. Um, but the court ruled, if you link to my YouTube channel, you're inviting people uh, to read the comments on my channel that um, all these Americans made uh, exercising their First Amendment rights to criticize those who sodomize infants. And the court has said well, that... What, 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 what do you think about people electrifying, you know, burning infants and children with electronic weapons? I mean, this, I've seen it maybe five or six times, and it makes the mothers and the fathers look like they're pedophiles. This, it seems to me you're feeding in to this disinformation uh, campaign that people are experiencing all over this country by, by associating people with pedophilia when they're being raped with, by electronic weaponry. And, you know, it, well, I, you know, it I think it's people, are being, people are getting injections and, yeah. and the child's are getting brain hemorrhages from the mercury in the vaccines and are right. having reactions and exactly. the parents are being blamed for child abuse. That's wrong. Right. Same thing That's here. Going on if it's a, if it's a, yeah, the court, exactly. By, I'm in, fighting in by the millions. That's happening by the millions. And these pet, I don't know. I, I just think in, in the hierarchy of, of uh, you know, uh, injuries of people, it's you know, there's a lot more. I mean, I don't condone pedophilia, but it seems like it's it's taking uh, the attention away from the real molesters who, you know, like vaccines and uh, and, and uh, yeah. well, electronic weaponry. It's on many fronts, and when you read yeah, Deborah Tavares, she goes into the various fronts. She says it's in every level of of society, and the pedophilia thing has gone on. Uh, for centuries, it's, it's, it's quite awful, especially in England and, and uh, the, you yeah, know, the it, Empire. Yeah, it like, takes attention away from the fact too, that... But it's much more covert here. I, I got mean, some good news. Exposed. Yeah, but, but you're, you're, what you're doing, you're, you're opening... The, I don't know. I, I don't really know, but maybe the perps are promoting this pedophilia. That, uh, I that, hate, I, I'm trying to expose the perps. Right now, the mainstream media in Australia is too scared to call a gay pedophile a gay pedophile because they'll fear that they'll be done for homosexual vilification. 
Um, we've had a case in Australia, like the mainstream news in Australia can't even talk about Jared Fogle, the subway guy that was arrested with bestiality and male child sex abuse abused images, according to the Indy Star newspaper in Australia. And we also had our own case, Shannon McCall. Shannon McCall in South Australia worked for the um, Families SA, and he also came to uh, America to work for camp, a summer camp called CampHorizonsVA.com. He was personal friends with the camp managers, both his real and his fake Facebook account, according to our research. Oh, why, why, why do you focus on well, one I, I person? Think because they're stealing my family. Here's the good news. Here's how you know I'm not a disinfo state agent. Here's how you know. Here's how you know. Listen to this. My dad brought down Nancy Hennessy and recused that judge. That's the same judge that ruled Australian vaccine skeptics can't exist because the queer James Randi gay wizard ran skeptic society that love to, loved to attack you guys all day and, and call you tinfoil hat wearers, those guys sued the Australian vaccine skeptics and they were also phoning in bomb threats when Dr. Sherry Tenpenny was going to come to Australia. So um, the, the people on my side are fighting the same enemies as you in case law, and we're winning, and it's admitted, you know. So that's how you know we're on, we're on the good side, you know. And I did an interview on truthnews.com today, you, and um, there's one satanic cult in Australia that sues everyone for vig religious vilification if you criticise them, uh, Alistair Crowley, who was the man who started the OTO, which um, Alf, Mr. Kinsey was a member of. We talked about earlier in this call, the first thing I mentioned. And the OTO in Australia has sued Love for Life, um, a, 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 spiritual, a spiritual website. They have sued uh, uh, Luke'sArmy.com, an anti-pedophile website. They've sued the CSAAP, uh, done by Dr. Rena Mickelson, Australian of the Year, uh, Young Australian of the Year Award winner in child psychology in the 90s for setting up the first anti-pedophile program in school. These people hate activists like me exposing their pedophilia. I'm not serving their agenda. I'm, we're fighting their agenda, and they're very angry about it. And they're, they're taking legal action because you must not vilify the so-called religion of Alistair Crowley. Even Mark Dice on his YouTube channel is holding up his books, Magic and Theorem and Practice and, and the Book of the Law, showing that they, be they actually believe in child sacrifice. And the judge is saying, no, this is a wonderful religion. Well, the judge obviously is wrong, aren't they? And the only people to use religious vilification law successfully in Victoria is the OTO and Muslims. And all the Christians who have been persecuted, they're fair game. And that's even, even worse than that. The tribunal in Victoria called VCAT made a, sub federal, a submission to the federal government because the, um, the, gov the, the Liberal Party, that the ruling party now when they got in, said we're going to remove 18C of the Religious and Racial Vilification Act to give people more free speech to criticise extremist Islam and what have you. And they put a submission in saying, hey, scrap 18C. Do, do, we're so proud of our system in Victoria. Only gay Satanists and Muslims uh, have used our laws. And all Christians are refused. So the federal government should scrap your old laws and use the model that we use in Victoria. It's unbelievable. They're actually proud of what they did. And when they, they actually jailed people for contempt of court. And that's what they were trying to do to test Corbett uh, until we won the case yesterday for, for merely, for merely criticising, uh, saying she supports the law on the book.
that allows you to lawfully, vilify, uh, lawfully discriminate against gay marriage activists who demand access to young children in preschools. Well, anyway, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean how can, right. how, it makes no sense. Gay activists going to preschools and saying, I've been discriminated against because I, I rub my penis in another man's shit. Why can't I touch your baby? It's not fair. I mean, of course, people have the right to discriminate in those circumstances, don't you think? Yeah, but that that's touch that's touch torture. We're ta- you know, these I don't know. I have a I have a thing against, you know, a mandatory vaccines and uh I think you know um and and you know, no t- and you know, weaponry used against everybody, you know, but but especially children when they're trying to set up, you know, just like vaccines, they can set up the parents as bad parents and uh oh that's the corrupt judge right there on that link i posted that tried to outlaw australian vaccine skeptics going down and that was my research that bernard ganner used to write that article so these judges actually said you're not allowed to form a group to criticize vaccines in australia you can't even make an organization called australian vaccine skeptics she ruled on the case you google nancy hennessy Vaccine skeptics, you'll see all the news reports. So um, my dad yeah, got that judge recused and exposed their corruption. Yeah, they're doing yeah, a similar thing. And, and they're, yeah, the people, yeah, they're just talking heads for the pharmaceuticals and things like that. But, uh, yeah. But, I mean, it's a pretty, uh, you know, what you're talking about is uh, you know, a pretty nasty subject. But people can get caught doing that, so. Anyway, I mean, it is very nasty when the when the actual court itself is partnered with an organization that demands decriminalized live gay public sex shows in children's parks. Um, you know, you, you know, something has got the, the whole system's gone to the dogs. There's actually a petition with 3000 signatures against the court refusing to meet with Christian organizations instead, um, you know, meeting with an organization who said that our mission is to decriminalize sex in public. And on their Facebook page, they actually use the logo of the anti-discrimination board. Remember, people that, that collect evidence on that. Nobody's collecting evidence on, on uh, the covert nature of, of this weaponry. And I'm, what are you doing about that? I mean, you seem to be active... Are you well, I, I got the hell out of Dodge. I, 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 had to, I was under so much surveillance as a TI... I basically um, bought a plane ticket, I snuck into the... Um, so I, I, I actually started targeting you with the electronic stuff? Yeah. Um, I, had, I, had phone, I had proven I actually used their targeting against them at the airport. When, when they, I, I hid the fact I bought a plane ticket, okay? I actually went up to the, the um, airline on, in the same building as the um, Police Integrity Commission, so they couldn't follow me. I, I, on, the, on the way down the lift, I, I pressed the, um, the level for the, uh, the Vietnam Airlines in the same building as the Police Integrity Commission. So I bought my ticket secretly, and um, they, they eventually found out about it, and they're seeing me off at the airport. And I go, oh, shit, all my corruption files on the police and everything is in my backpack. So I walk outside, I have a cigarette, and I fake that all my corruption files are in my house. And I call my, I call my, um, my father and the head of Bridgebank Security, put a video on my sound, an audio on my SoundCloud talking about my shit. And um, I tell them all my shit's in my house, all the shit's at my house, go to my house, go to my house. And I actually set up the cops. I, I gave them this info. 
and they raided my house after I left the country in the search warrant. They swore on the 60C search warrant I talked about. They swore under oath I was in the country, even though my passport stamps begged to differ, after they saw me off at the airport. And then, as proven by the airport CCTV, it's not every day that two Leichhardt marked LE police cars drive all the way out to Mascot at Sydney Airport. And the other thing they did is they said my own lawyers and my own barrister was an eyewitness to me allegedly saying something about a gay cop's girlfriend in the police station six months earlier. Big problem was my lawyers never went to that police station with, or any police station with a meeting with me. It was my father that went with me. So they, got, they did perjury on the search warrant to fabricate probable cause. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that, that's why the search warrant was dodgy. I make a complaint for the proper channels um, about the search warrant. They do nothing. Bruce Barber, the ombudsman, even uh, wrote back to politicians who begged him to investigate my case. He refused. After covering up my case of Catherine, Deputy Commissioner Catherine Burns doing dodgy search warrants, he gets $30 million to investigate Catherine Burns' dodgy search warrants in another high-profile case called Operation Prospect, where she did illegal wiretapping of 150 police and journalists. And the ombudsman just quit his job after wasting the taxpayers' money, and he's now been proven to be corrupt, and he tried to use his position to get the whistleblowers who talked about Catherine Burns' other dodgy stuff jailed for not giving up their sources quick enough. So um, this guy should have never got the $30 million to do the other inquiry because he'd already covered up the same perpetrator and the same offence in my case. That's uh, Bruce Barber, Catherine Burns, Nick Caldas, uh, the names involved in that. It's called the police bugging affair in Australia. It's big news. Yeah, it, it, well, here in the United States, obviously somebody is also bugging the police. Now it's the higher up because the police are being militarized and trained in a whole different way. Oh, somebody yeah. is bugging them and probably has a lot of information and blackmail extortion type material against the police police captains, the sheriffs, things like that. That has not come out yet, but I would bet you anything that that's the case. Well, and in, probably in one America, group who is doing it, I don't know if they are in Australia, but one group is uh, anonymous, and they seem to be, like, everywhere. And they're growing, doing major investigations, although they haven't revealed them yet. Do you have anonymous in Australia? Well, do you know why anonymous was formed? Do you, know, do you know what got Anonymous well, started? Do you know what got Anonymous started? What got their movement beginning? Not initially. Okay, well, it actually has to do with Scientology. There was a website called xenu.net, X-E-N-U.net. Yes. And yeah. And they were taken out of they were taken out of uh, Google's index, search index, over a copyright claim because the Scientologists claimed a Christian cross that is crossed out, which is the logo of the OTO child sex cult, as, as well as Scientology. And there's even audio on YouTube of Elwon Hubbard of Scientology speaking about his great mate, Alistair Crowley, that used to shack up with him when he was in England. So these two, these two organizations are linked in many ways. But moving on, uh, Anonymous was formed from a bunch of people on 4chan to fight the Google censorship of an anti-Scientology website. But I, for my own investigation and the documentaries about Anonymous, 
they all seem to be, uh, they won't touch the OTO, and there seem to be a government dis disinformation op uh, project. Here's an example. Um, there's a video on my YouTube channel showing how I hacked the New South Wales Election Commission and found out where every left-wing son of a bitch lives. It's pretty easy to do. Okay? That's the link to the video. And on my script page, I have put the, mayor of Sid the lesbian mayor of Sydney's home address on a document marked not for public, not for public display. On top of that, the EFA has just released that the elect last election could have been rigged with the electronic voting system they just launched. They launched internet voting using software that was not even certified to count the votes. Um, there was no certification process, and in their Freedom of Information request, they released a different piece of software uh, made by Brillsoft in, in India, a division of LG, which wasn't actually used to count the votes. And um, I had the he head of Egloo Software saying that the, Fed, the federal police are going to come and get me for exposing all that. Anyway, why, am I, why bring that up? Because Anonymous was in the ZDNet newspaper claiming that they hacked the election commission before me, which they didn't. But when I do it for real, where's my story? I don't see it. And here's a link about that for my links. I've got it here. It's really wonderful. You type the beginning of a URL and it comes up in your web browser. That's the link. That's the link right there with ZDNet claiming that Anonymous hacked the election commission. It, obviously, that all, they only worked out how to use FTP. Yeah, they weren't real hackers. The whole thing has, has different branches and different heads, and I don't know how one, how together they are as an organization. But some particular groups are uh, going after policemen who kill uh, American citizens, unarmed American citizens. They're going there after some good elements of Anonymous. In Australia, we but, had the Carrie-Anne Gate. If you do a search on YouTube for Anonymous, Carrie-Anne Gate. It's a school in uh, New South Wales where a policeman's son was having sex with mentally disadvantaged uh, children. And um, I was actually on uh, Indie Media, which is another left-wing controlled shill operation. And I used to go to the City Linux users group with a guy called Predator that set it up. And I, was, I, I used to consider myself friends with him. And after he died from lung cancer, um, the, le the lefties took it over, and you can't criticise the Carrion Gate, and you can't criticise Catherine Burns. And I was on there saying Catherine Burns was corrupt back in 2007, 2008, before the mainstream media caught up with the police bugging camp. And, and they, they started censoring yeah. everything. And so what I did is I, I, I hacked them. I brought down their moderation system uh, when I was in China, and I, I hacked their Drupal, and... Uh, uh, so the site would stay up, but they couldn't moderate anything. I, I downgraded the database schematic, did some other naughty things with them. So yeah, you, rather, you know rather what than I have wish free speech, everybody they on this call, Aussie Luke, Aussie Luke listen, everybody on this call, including myself, wish you were a, an American TI activist because you're, you just have your hands on it, in it, and what you've done is so in-depth and wonderful. But when you mention South Wales and all this, and to, to people on this call who have issues of, of their targeting, we kind of go glassy-eyed. Mm. So any kind, any kind uh, that any way you can re reflect what we're going through would be really appreciated. Am I, did I make sense with that? 
Yes, you did. New South Wales and Australia is like village of the damned. It's just as bad as America, if not worse. We have more fluoride yeah, in our we water. Don't relate we have, to we it. have more propaganda. You know, if I were to mention Bemidji, Minnesota, and what happened there, you'd say, where, who? So it's, it's all relative to what you've got your own call, you've got your own site. By the way, congratulations on Thanks. all this wonderful work you've done. It's wonderful because I've been reading about the, the British and the Australians and, and be, with the pedophilia myself. But I know other people on this call have real issues with being burned yeah. and, and they want to know what they can do. So any information you have regarding that that you can share with us would be you know, priceless. I've, done, I've, I've said my piece and just saying that in Australia they make a legal framework for taking out targeted individuals, making them disappear. There was one guy in Thailand who had dirt on police corruption, the second in charge of the New South Wales Crime Commission, Mark Stannon, was caught bringing in drugs. There was one key witness who said, I'd rather go stay in a Thailand jail than come and go to Australia. And he was extradited and he never survived to go to court. There's media blackout on the case. And um, there, was a, there was a top anti-pedophile activist in Australia, uh, Glenn McNamara, that, that inspired the first Woodwell Commission. He's been framed up with murder. It's, it's the same. It's a, it's a wild. And he just had a mistrial last week. Um, Glenn McNamara, who wrote a book called Dirty Work by New Holland Publishing. Everything that's happening in America is happening um, in Australia. And when I was in America, what you said before about police commanders being corrupt, Police Chief Williamson of Bakersfield Police, California, Said the, said the pedo cop that arrested me. I, didn't, I only found out he was a pedo in 2013 when I Googled him. I, was, I had a run-in with him in 2005. He said in a video on my YouTube channel that he's still a professional officer because he was only talking about raping and murdering, murdering young boys off-duty. You, you can see the video straight from the horse's lips, so to speak. Mm. Uh, and he's still, he's still in charge you know right now in Bakersfield. Uh, do you know who might be trying to expose that kind of behavior or corruption in the police in this country? Do you have any idea or have you heard well, anything about it? The cop, wa cop watch in Australia, uh, it's, it's Australian operation. Oh, we have cop watch here. It, yeah, it, we have it, cop it's watch It's a shill operation. The, oper the operatives in Australia is Dale Mills, a gay activist writing papers on how we should limit rights of assembly to only the leftists to get permits to protest. I mean, that's the guy, that's, that, that's, that's the key thing of yeah, cop watch Australia. Yeah, we're going through that here too. We're shields, going through that shields here everywhere. to protest free speech. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess yeah, so it's in the wash. It'll come out who the shields are. Okay, well, I'm done. I, I want to listen to and hear what you got, what stories you guys have about MK Ultra and, uh, you know, the, the Project Monarch and all that kind of stuff because I think that's real. And um, to let you know that you really are governed by stuff, I sometimes draw patterns... But like some things have come out like I used to listen, listen to Lyndon LaRouche and he thinks everything's been governed by the monarchy in America. And I don't believe him on that point. But he actually released something about his persecution and he got a letter from Kissinger from a freedom of information request. And he was talking to the police chief about I'll see, I'll see you at the Grove. And that was Bohemian Grove. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh -oh. I know. <laughs> So you look on Lyndon LaRouche's website and you look for his, the old stories of his persecution and he released some, some letter, letter from Kissinger. I mean, he, he didn't even highlight the fact it had anything to do with the Grove. He just, you know, I just, just came across it in passing. So I do believe that secret societies do exist. I do believe that um, 
a good movie to watch, which is a fictional movie but seems to be very relevant, is The Good Shepherd about the CIA and Skull and Bones. And then watch that movie and compare that to Meet the Press with Bloody Kerry. And, um, yeah, they both said they're in Skull and Bones. Remember that? Yes, very well. Yeah, so there, there is the organised yeah, there's organised. There are Babylon mystery schools, secret societies operating in England, Australia, and America, and they are, they're yes, coming out yes. into the open now with gay marriage, and they're prosecuting people for vilifying their satanic religion. There's a satanic temple um, that's saying that uh, you know we need to have instant abortions. We can't have uh, it's our religion to have an instant abortion. You can't delay the abortion with a cooling off period by a week. I mean, they're doing all sorts of horrible stuff like that. They're building satanic statues. You've got all the fake leftists attacking um, uh, statues of, uh, Jeff of Jefferson Lee and what have you at the, um, at the, U at the UT, UT Texas in Austin. And then they're not, they're not, they're not putting back up the statues or repairing them. Tell us, tell us uh, your call number on TalkShoe. Okay, Again. the number is... Uh, it's... Uh, one three nine, one eight two, and my first uh, guest on my sh on my brand new show starts in about uh, two days and an hour and a half from now at one a.m. on uh, Saturday morning your time. Sunday morning. We'll be talking about okay. we'll be talking in detail about these uh, crime of association gang laws that really come from the United Nations. And the UN, the U, this shows that all these draconian laws that affect our freedom, and this, this law is about the right to associate, is coming from the United Nations Charter Against Transnational Organized Crime, which is ironically the conference for that meeting was in Palermo, Italy, where even the mafia owns all the tourist attractions. <laughs> what a surprise. So exposing that there is a global agenda and what's happening in America is also what's happening all around the world. You have the same problems. I mean, we've got these special gay courts in Australia. You've got them taking up in Denver, Oregon, and they're now trying to make it federal with the uh, guy from Apple. What's his name? Uh, Tim Cook, the gay guy from Apple, Cook, petitioning, yeah. Ob yeah, petitioning Obama on Twitter to make up national homosexual vilification, thought crime tribunals, where if you criticize a pedophile who'd previously come out as a gay man, you, you must, you know, who's been arrested for raping children, you too could be prosecuted because you can't say anything a gay person does wrong, even if it's criminal. You can't say public sex crime is wrong if they're doing that. You can't say abuse of children is wrong. It's, it's making a protected minority that is above criticism and is deemed holy in the eyes of the law. And I don't think anything is holy about sodomy, do you? Not at all. So that's, uh, I mean, it's not about hating yeah. gays. It's about hating the, the laws they're trying to make that make them above the law. And you know, most, it, of the, most of the gays are not equality. involved in that. It's the activists. It's, it's yeah. the uh, you know, extremists in any group. And the activist that's persecuting our family, let you know how big he is. When the gay marriage was first announced in Australia by the old Prime <coughs> Minister Kevin Rudd, who was the first foreign minister after that to be head of the intelligence agency and a foreign minister at the same time, uh, Kevin Rudd, when he first announced the idea of gay marriage and the vote that failed about four year, five years ago, who was the first gay activist they put on the, uh, on the morning breakfast show um, you know, to talk about that? The same guy who's bragging on Facebook about having sex with young boys, the same guy who's suing my dad and everyone else. 
So you know, this is the, this is the, this is the kingpins of the gay lobby that are doing all this. Yeah, so I'll put a link to that. All right, well, um, I'm done. Thanks for your time. I'll just shut up and listen to all your stories now because you've probably got a lot to share. I'll mute myself. Is this um, password to get into the uh, once you dial one three nine one eight two to get a password? Oh, um, um, it's not. It's not. It's not on now. You have to make your own password on the website or sign up, or sign in as a guest. It's not. Okay, it's not on now. It's on. It's, it's it's on at Saturday morning at one a.m. is the next show. And if you if you if you Monday, Monday morning, right? Monday morning. Monday morning right? Saturday, yeah. Saturday, Saturday morning, one a.m. your time, one a.m. Eastern Standard Time in America. And is that with the talk show number? Uh, it's one three nine one eight two. And we're, we're talking about the family pedophile ring in South Australia with a guest um, who I've known, um, who the mainstream media loves to demonise as a uh, as, he's a bit of a racist, but he he's been persecuted uh, in a very strange way. He's been persecuted. They've tried to they try to link um, they try to say all this books linked to his so-called religion of creativity are, e- are evil. But yet the government is not arrest is not saying that the OTO is evil. So we're talking about the duplicity there, and we're talking about um, you know gang how gang laws are being used and how the government says it's a crime to have a CCTV system in your own house if you're if you've been declared a targeted individual by a control order, and how it's a crime to have a lock on your front gate. These are called fortification laws that come from the 2006 gang laws bill. And they actually had a staged incident called the Canola Riots in 2005, which was the justification to bring in these laws that have nothing to do with race riots on the streets. Remember there was a big incident at a beach south of Sydney in 2005? Does anyone remember that, glo- that, that world news story that spread around the whole world? Has anyone got a distant memory of that about uh, 10 years ago today? Yeah, so they used the Canola... If the Canola Riots didn't happen... I wouldn't have my refugee crisis right now because it, the offence was only two years jail, which was not indictable, and there, would, there was a statute of limitations. But because that Cronulla riots happened and they made the 2006 gang laws bill, which amended the first bikey gang law, the one I'm accused of, I'm now wanted for the rest of my life for the crime of obtaining true personal information on a corrupt law enforcement officer. And, and they're doing the same in America. People are uh, are doing FOIs about gun confiscation laws, and that they too are being um, threatened with pros- uh, prosecution. So I'm trying to expose, you know, that they've actually—I think they've actually made a similar law in America. And there was one guy who's already in jail that Alex Jones interviewed. I'm not a fan of Alex Jones because he's a shill, but he interviewed um, a man who got a journalist who uh, got sent to jail, uh, who was uh, investigating the, the Silk Road. Cook Road controversy, where the uh, deep the uh, black market on, on on the internet on tour, where the FBI had um, three of their own uh, officers steal all the Bitcoin and, and run away, but they still went ahead with the prosecution. This journalist linked to stuff, and it had credit card numbers on the link, and then he um, he they, they 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 harassed his mother. And then he put the name of the police officer that did crap to his mother on his blog, and then he got done for 
um, in something to do with obtaining information on a federal officer. They made a similar statute in America after the 60C thing. So all these draconian new laws they used to go after TIs with, I have um, a lot of them start in Australia. There's a lot more tyranny than America, and then they, they push them out there. And uh, with these gang laws, the crime of association ones, the UN is saying in their studies, you know, it doesn't affect the American Constitution. It's not crime of association because A person has to be convicted of a crime before we can jail all their friends B and C as well if they've done nothing wrong, which doesn't make any sense in my eyes. If B and C are still friends with A, they've done that, and if B and C has done no crime, well, how can they be jailed? The, 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 the UN's going to say that's not crime of association because A is a criminal. So it's a crime of associating with a criminal. So this, and the state has the prerogative to say who's a criminal and who's a not with, with their picked juries these days. So, you know, basically anyone can be thrown in jail just for who your friends are. Hey, were, Linda. You, were you a biker Linda. or in a biker gang or something? Or? No, no, no. I have no tattoos on my body. And uh, in Vietnam, I ride a, a, one, a 135C scooter. So oh, what do you think? Does that, does, that, does that make me look like a bikey, you know, if I ride a bloody scooter and <laughs> have no tattoos? Does that rule yeah, me out there? Yeah, I mean, they, they can get pretty nasty. I, I went through a biker, you know, went, you know, drove next to a biker group, and, you know, they, they, they followed me around and were pretty threatening, you know. Well, in America, in, in L.A., I heard when I was there, everyone told me when you're sitting in a car, you have to look straight ahead. If you look sideways, someone might... Yeah. Might 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 you know attack you for stair raping them or something? <laughs> Is that true on the highways in LA that people are too afraid to look left or right when they're driving? It, well, no, it, no. It, yeah, there's yeah people yeah there, there's a lot of pumped up people that you know there's cell towers around and who knows what's going on but uh, there's a lot of you know. Well, I'll say one thing. When I was in America, I, I felt I didn't feel right. I felt different. I felt agitated. It didn't feel uh, like home. I, 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 and when they, another thing about America is the other reason I find, there was a couple of reasons I, I bit the bullet and left when I was there, but I was thinking of getting my green card and they tell all migrants who come to America, you must prove your full vaccine history or that you can't get into the country. So every migrant who lawfully comes to America, there's only about 200 from Australia every year. So it was like, Straight and like a gazillion um, people from Somalia, so there's no chance of me anyway, unless I was someone like Rupert Murdoch. But um, <laughs> they, they actually say that every migrant who comes in needs must vaccine, so. needs to needs to prove their vaccine. If they can't, you have to get a second a second dose of everything. Oh my God! Is that unbelievable? That, that yeah. I swear to God, that's the truth. And there's yeah. some other interesting thing about on, on the immigrants. Let you know, I'm not making this up. On the on the um, the family sponsorship uh, immigration forms, there's actually because I came from, I was living in Korea before I went to America. Any Korean woman that claims that a GI impregnated me has no application fees because the Koreans want them out of their country because they believe in racial purity and they're more racist than the white supremacists. And they actually got got you to acknowledge that on your. Uh, immigration forms. If you get the immigration form for partner sponsorship and you see the conditions on the second page, Korean Korean woman who are pregnant to uh, claiming to be pregnant to an American citizen need not pay any fees whatsoever for the whole process. Huh. Oh, yeah, so the they, funny one. there was a lot of Korean adoptions right after the Korean War when uh, 
Yeah, I know a few. And so yeah, all the all the girls go to Itaewon and in Seoul and try and get impregnated by GIs for a better life. Uh, it's, <laughs> the poor Americans, they're going to be hit with child support. It's kind of funny. It's pretty sad though. Hello, hello, Spaniel. Hello. All right. Well, that's a lot of information there. Hello. Can you hey. hear me? Yeah, we can hear. Yeah, you're unmuted, uh, man. Okay. Hey, uh, I was looking at the day on YouTube, and uh, Ron Paul was saying that uh, you can be uh, uh, locked up and be uh, called a terrorist for having seven days of food. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of codes out there. Yeah, that's why you got to learn the language of common law because. Uh, once they get jurisdiction over you, pretty much they can say anything. Well, I don't know about that, but, yeah, you got to learn. There's, you know, new ways of... Uh, no, that's, keep, that, that's that new bill, Don. Keeping your own sovereignty. That, that S-1867. Uh, yeah, they can lock you up with no trial, no court, even transfer you to well, another uh, yeah, country. Uh, there's some... Some uh, states you can't hang your laundry. Uh, men and women's clothing can't be hung up on the same clothesline together. There's a lot yeah, of but, laws out there that. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying crazy. he he's Ron Paul is actually saying it on, on TV. It's on a YouTube TV where he's in Congress stating that you know that uh, something needs to be done about that. Yeah, I remember I was buying wheat, you know, for uh, grinding uh, from the feed store. Yeah, and Homeland Security came in there, got in front of me and start, you know, had no business there, just started, you know, and this guy had followed me around all over town, wherever I went, you know, trained. No, but you, you need to look at that, though, Don. You really do, man. Well, remember, it's, it's advisory. All codes are advisory. And it, as soon as you accept there's somebody's jurisdiction that, you know, then, you know, just don't give them, jur- you know, don't give them. What's that, what's that got to do with having seven days of food? Because it's only advisory. All law is advisory. The statutes and codes are advisory. The law is that you cause no harm to another man or woman. That's the real law. That we still have common law, and unfortunately, it's not being taught. So those are advisory laws, you know, or codes. They're not law. Law is not to do harm to another. Well, they they made that law. Uh, well, it's not Obama, a law. It's a code. It's in a book of codes of Homeland Security, and remember, Homeland Security is basically unconstitutional, so they're operating They're operating outside the Constitution, just they haven't been uh, brought to uh, brought to account. Well, I figured I'd just tell everybody, so we don't have seven days of food. Well, <laughs> that's crazy. <coughs> Question, not... Has anybody figured out a way to, I guess I've heard of uh, people saying that there's uh, ways to track wh- whoever's uh, sending whatever signals or whatever they're doing to TIs. 
Do Do you know of any uh, foolproof ways of just tracking these suckers down so you could like deal with them face to face and say hello? <laughs> you know. Uh, there's a way of tracking if your 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 be, your phone is being jacked and you're not using a real cell phone tower. Uh, McAfee okay. was talking about McAfee was talking mm -hmm. about that and. There's actually an open source uh, software APK Google app file that monitors if you're using a genuine cell phone tower or one of those Stingray interception ones. There's actual real uh, forensic software developed by the Ger by German open source uh, software developers to detect if Stingray phone intercepts are being used on your phone. If you do a search for that, I'll, I'll do a search now and find it for you if you want. I would, man, I couldn't tell you how much I'd appreciate it. I have no computer access. My computer's hacked. My phone's hacked. Uh, even, even our house phones. Don't use house Windows house. 7. My advice is uh, get a portable. This is really simple advice for uh, non-tech savvy people. But I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Linux guru, and there's all these different types of Linuxes out there. And uh, to use the internet uh, safely as an as anonymous person using Tor requires discipline. You have to have your old public life on the internet and you have to divorce that and have a completely separate life on the uh, Tor network or you'll end up getting the same tracking cookies and you'll be, you'll be buggered. But uh, as far as having a computer that you can turn on which will not spy on you like Windows 7 which is rumored to uh, take the first, first 30 minutes from any time your webcam is turned on and bug your audio and bug all your keystrokes just like the Google Android keyboard does. Everything you type into an Android keyboard is, uh, is uh, tracked, you know, because they have like an online dictionary thing and they track, your, your tra they track all the keys you type. So, um, yeah, you can, you can, it requires a lot of discipline to have a safe smartphone these days. So use an old smartphone and with your PC, you use uh, Sabalon Linux. What? What? what uh, I'll put the link in the chat. It's uh, sabalon.org. Oh. Okay. And when you install that, uh, you can actually because unlike Windows, it's actually plug and play. Windows hasn't still worked out how to do plug and play. You can actually boot a live DVD or a live USB and try it out first and say, okay, I can use the internet on this. I can I can drive this. And when you install it, you can encrypt the whole hard disk with uh, a couple of different encryption me uh, methods. Uh, using DMcrypt, it, it's got a whole wizard to install and after you back up your, everything else onto your portable hard drive and you put it on your computer, your whole hard disk will be encrypted and the, F, the FBI or someone else will have to torture you to find out what's on your hard disk. They literally can't break it and they're, they're complaining in Congress now about people having uh, too much pa power to privacy on their own computers. Now, if you combine that with uh, proper use of Tor, uh, and you, you, learn, you, you do really use up on how to... Because if you try and log into Hotmail with Tor, someone's going to get your Hotmail password, game over. I mean, you know, and you'll be sending spam within five minutes. There's some things you can do on Tor and there's some things you can't. But if you do all those things, you'll be like a ghost wolf on the internet. The other thing that's very scary is that um, a lot of the newer computers that use EFI... Uh, it is rumored that even the, uh, Intel, the newer Intel Pentium chips actually have a, uh, a low um, have a low band Wi-Fi chip on them, which can be activated, and they can actually come in through your BIOS. Uh, that's still conspiracy theory stuff. I've looked into it, and there seems to be some truth. But uh, older computers without EFI or something without the um, like, I actually use a Raspberry Pi myself um, as a, as a client sometimes. You know, I use it for my 
watching watching TV and stuff. But using using non-Intel hardware is always good. If, if you can get if you can, if you can get around it. They said on the tour, man, that the FBI has uh, uh, got into that. Well, the, the problem with tour is um, the the government. If the government gets all three nodes you connect to, then uh, they can find out what you're doing. And they did get into tour for the Silk Road. Uh, so the thing is with Tor is you can if you have to find a server which is outside America you don't believe to be linked to American intelligence apparatus to be um, your exit node and also most importantly the first node that you connect to and you can manually you can manually uh, uh, t uh, set up your Tor circuit if you want I mean I run my own Tor server but I'm using a VPS provider which is uh, you know cooperated with the FBI before so I'm not even going to say what it is. Um, but yeah, um, I, 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 I'm too afraid to run a Tor exit node because probably probably some some prick will probably try and you know use use right. my internet connection to download something they shouldn't download, and I'll get all this harassment I don't want. And people have been jailed for running Tor exit nodes, so that's why it's starved for, for bandwidth. It is um, probably probably one. I'm not a fan of Bitcoin because uh, most of the bitcoins now are mined using. Butterfly Labs ASIC hardware, and before uh, the hardware is, um, is is very limited in supply, so if the, therefore the money supply is owned by a small cabal, and it's no different than the Federal Reserve. That's what that's what Bitcoin has transformed into. They used to use field lo logic programmable gate arrays, uh, FLPGAs for the mining, and they used to use um, wrist processors on, on video cards, and before that they used to use the CPU on regular PCs for mining bitcoins but now this specialized hardware is the only is so much more so much more faster at mathematically mining bitcoins that if you don't have this specialized hardware you can't inject new bitcoins uh, that means the people that means the 60% or 70% of all the bitcoin production that generate a new currency at the sustained rate is controlled by a cabal and if they can, if you control the issuance of money you can actually control the whole system. Okay. Hey, um, I was told uh, by reading through the internet and stuff, if you go on tour, you, you automatatically put on a list. Well, we're. <sighs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, tour traffic can be identified. When I was in China, they blocked tour. In two th back in 2009, they took tour offline. And Chinese people in Tor have to use a uh, use special Tor settings to try and get around it. So Tor traffic can be identified by deep packet inspection and layer seven filtering. And if if they can identify it at the ISP, then they can work out who who's your IP is, and they can theoretically flag you. So um, all all you do, all you do is just delete all your cookies and don't don't have cookies on and use the internet and just. Uh, Try not to Google thing. Uh, try not to Google anything that uh, red flags you as well. It, with the end, the power of the NSA this day. I mean, when I was younger, I was worried that all the loyalty cards tracking what people buy, they were always asking for your address. And I don't know if the site's still online, but at um, ozpost.com/futurepost, they developed a system called AMAS or address matching system, and everyone's addresses could be turned into a number. 
You understand they had a path file, kind of like a not yeah. knock list and Mission Impossible, but a path file. Right, they're doing, it like, they're, doing it, they're doing it like the RAM set up. Well, what they, yeah, how it works is a big game of Snap. Basically, all the, all the loyalty card providers for your coffee club, your supermarket, everything else, they would, when you, when you would join them up and they'd say, see the fuller conditions on our website. And if you read the full conditions, it says that we can trade your information with all our partners. Well, they, they get your address and they get your household number. And in consumerism, people don't buy things. Their household does. They targeted, they targeted advertisements in regions where, where wealthy households are. If you, you go broke and you, you move out to the sticks, you're, you're in a different demographic. So they profile people by their household and their household is their address. So what, they, what these loyalty programs do is they exchange information on you based on your DPID, or dis your distributed postal identifier, which is a three-stage, three-state barcode on all the Australian mail used to deliver the mail. America has a similar system. And in the 90s, I was, I was working at Ticketek. When you buy a concert ticket, they would actually know what concert tickets you like. So these marketing companies would, would actually have accurate you know, statistics on everything a household would buy. And that was in the 90s. So now with the NSA surveillance and Google AdWords and tracking and everything they have, they have a complete profile on who you are and are now getting into predictive technology to predict if someone will be a, will, will, will be a rebel before they are. And um, the, the technology is very good because I try to get an IT security job at eSecurus at St. Leonard's and um, I was blocked. Before, this is when I was a, like I was a 23-year-old. I was totally apolitical, a typical self-centered whatever prole. And um, they found out about my dad being a famous East Timorese activist. You, 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 because because of your lineage, you're not allowed to work for uh, people who who require an ASIO security check. You understand? They they red flagged me before I I, I even realized I was an enemy. You know what I mean? That that's how that's yeah. how intelligence. Yeah, that's what they're that's, doing that's here. The, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, and yeah, with all the electronics, boys. It's um, it's hard not to be tracked, you know. If even if you yeah, don't use even, Gmail, they're even, using the mail, they're even using the mail system to insert poisons now. I was getting my dog collars poison, my outside of my supplements, anything coming through the mail. Also, even in Vietnam, the, the most favorite chili sauce that they have in uh, Vietnam, Chinsu, they recently got they recently changed the recipe and put 951 aspartame in it. So all the Vietnamese who have chili sauce on whatever they eat, bam, they're getting they're getting massive doses of aspartame now. It's a global thing we're fighting. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Okay, sir, so you were talking about the Stingray phone interceptor APK program to track you and see if your phone is being uh, tracked. Yeah, what my advice, if, you, if, you're running, if you're running an Android phone, the first thing to do is get rid of, what I do is I get rid of all the Google apps. If you've got a brand name Android phone, you can get Synergen Mod, okay? And then you, you don't install the Google Android app kits with that, and you have a fully open source Android operating system on your phone, and you, you can't use the Google market, but you can still, um, if you're resourceful, install the applications you want to if you do some study. So that, 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 because you, you don't want to have the Google spyware on your phone, okay?
That's just going to monitor everything you do, and the moment your phone turns on, it dials into Google and starts monitoring you, okay? So that's the first thing you want to do. Then you want to get this open source uh, Stingray detection. You go do, do search on the internet. There are there. Are, I'll, I'll try and find legi- I'll try and find the legitimate one right now for you. Okay, the official site in Germany, not not, not the fake one, because there's fake there's fake apps out there that will claim to do this now, of course, just for the ad revenue. Okay. Uh, so do a search for Sinogen, Sinogen Nod. That's and um. You have to you have to flash your phone and you have to back up everything on your phone and nuke it. But um, I've even done it with I've even got my own old uh, it's got the same chip in it as a, Gal- a Raspberry Pi one a really old Samsung Galaxy Y and I have it running Android four and it works fine. That's all I need without the Google apps and all the extra fluff that normally comes with it. So. Uh, yeah, you know how you hold down the uh, volume down key and then press your power button and you can uh, reformat your phone completely? Or you can go in and do it uh, through settings? Well, unfortunately, there's many uh, different ways to get into the, there's many different ways to get into the firmware reset mode on Android phones. You're talking about the Samsung way just there. Okay, yeah, I have a couple of different phones that I bought that are cheap. I used to have a Verizon uh, phone, but the, the odd thing is, is uh, after my wife takes off and has my phone, you know, she's like looking on something. I cannot uh, factory reset it anymore. And after I used the uh, factory reset through settings, half the stuff that I still had on, you know, the pictures and whatnot, they're still there. You know, certain things are still there, which should not be. Programs I downloaded, which I know were not there before, you know, before they should well, have been gone. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a Linux guy, and, and once, you, once you get a root shell, I actually had a really funny story. I had a phone that got stolen. I had a El Cheapo phone, but I had put, um, I had... Uh, Using root access, I had put a GPS tracker on my own phone that went to my own server. And even if you did a factory reset, it was on the system partition in Android, the slash system uh, folder. And uh, I tracked my stolen phone all over Vietnam and I actually made a Google Earth KML file of the, my phone's voyage without me until I got it back from some poor sod who bought it from the, the, from the phone market. So I gave him a hand-me-down phone as a... As, as a uh, Compensation and got my phone back after it had a, a three-month journey without me. It was pretty funny. So I put the link on the chat to the, uh, the Stingray detection app, and I, I, haven't, I haven't noticed any Stingrays in Vietnam, so I don't have it on my phone anymore. But that's the that's the proper open source one that McAfee talked about in his interviews with Alex Jones, who is a shill. Okay, Alex Jones uh, has got a Fox News. Um, a producer running his operation now. We know, we know what they're like. You know what I mean. And all of his staff uh, on on the LinkedIn profiles follow AIPAC, APAC, and nothing else. And APAC is you know the Jewish lobby. And that, that let's Leon Leon McAdoo's LinkedIn profile, for example, only has AIPAC on it. And it's not it's not for not for news because they only they only they only put on job postings. So she followed them out of some political affiliation. Okay. Is this uh, talkshoe.com? Uh, T-A-L-K-S-O-E dot com? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Talkshoe. In the name of the phone. Okay, yeah, because I'm not on the computer. I'm actually on the phone right here. Yeah. If, if you sign up, if you sign up, make an account and get a PIN number, then you can uh, you can you can dial into my show. I've, I've blocked guests. I think guests can join my show, but I have. The, the um, last time I was on this, this show, 
a last a few days ago. We had some guy coming online with unknown, and and then uh, with with a speakerphone on the PC turned up really loud to add echo. And uh, he came on to my show, after party show, and he made like seven or eight different unknown accounts, and I had to keep muting him. So um, yeah, I've changed the settings for my show. When you come in, you're going to be muted. For, for a bit, you know, and at the end of the show, we'll unmute everyone and have a Q&A session. Oh, I'm, doing a, I'm, doing, I'm, getting, I'm getting some audio samples ready for the presentation. And the guest, well, the guest has this thing to say. Am I able to show through the phone, just uh, dialing that code in? I think, I think you can sign up on the phone. I don't know. Well, okay, yeah, I just called the phone number and then I handed the uh, yeah. 1392 and it enters me and then I got to enter a password. Like usually like there's actually a there's actually a code you can enter on the phone that says please unmute me I want to talk I don't know all the talk shoe shortcuts codes is there a page for information about that to tell the people to call in? Well, star eight, but I don't, I don't know if you have to sign up. To, uh, I don't know about that. Like the pound, the uh, pen to get into this show is uh, one pound. Okay, that was thing if you're only on the phone. The, 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 what you're looking for is Android IMSI Catcher Detector, okay? Android IMIS? IMSI, IME number, IMSI Catcher Detector, and the uh, blurb from the site, it's on GitHub, so it's open source. Uh, it says uh, this program is an app. It's AIMSICD. Is an app to detect IME catches. IME catches are false mobile phone towers, base stations, acting between the target mobile phones and the real towers of service providers. They're being used by law enforcement, but if they really wanted to, they could actually get a legitimate warrant to intercept your phone through your through your carrier, like Verizon or whatever. It wouldn't detect that. Let me repeat that real quick. It's Android INSI cancer detector. Correct. A M S I C D. Yeah. Okay. I would I would download the A I would download the APK as a, from a zip file or the source code if you know what you're doing. It's on GitHub. I would download the I would download the APK on GitHub. Yeah, it's on it's on it's on a GitHub.io the site I found. It's I've, I've been there before. It's 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 the real one. I researched it. It's developed in okay. Germany. <laughs> And okay. uh, yeah, these these um, these uh, stingrays uh, they should be illegal. They're warrantless uh, interception of people's calls. Oh yeah, I think they just did make them illegal here too. Um, I I believe. Whatever the NSA wants to do, regardless of the law, it does it anyway. You know you know how it works. Whatever the NSA wants. I appreciate your time with that. Thank you. I don't know how it works, but I know they got a lot of uh, electronic weaponry in a lot. <laughs> Seems I don't know how it's spread out, but it's going into helicopters here. You know, it was just cars and uh, garages and such, and uh, you know, medical. All your medical appointments are sabotaged here with perps coming in to, you know, burn you from a half inch or an inch away. So. They've got this thing down, you know, of uh, taking people out. It is bad. It is nasty, really nasty business. 
getting the foster care people involved in it to per, you know to uh be these uh you know operators that get to the uh doctors to uh have their offices um, you know basically kill people but but it's 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 we it's days or hours or months from the initial exposure so the people forget, you know, or they try to get them on drugs, so they'll forget that they were exposed in the doctor's offices. But uh, these guys get to anyone, it seems. So. Oh, it was really good. I was actually on the internet the, um, the other day, and uh, this uh, link popped up, and it was it's talking about the World Brain Program, and you know, I. I I don't know why the hell it came onto my phone or when I was, you know, researching the web. Uh, I'm wondering if this is some type of test for that, actually, because the way the ability to at this point we need some kind of test subjects, you know, to set this program up on where you can, like, think of something, and now you can, instead of well, having to do it, you just think of it and it tells you. Who knows? I don't know. Factually speaking, we'll, uh, Google uh, tracks who you are, especially if you log in. And they give you a walled garden web search. If you, if you, all your friends, especially also all your friends on Google Plus, they put these kind of weird links, and you're going to get them more than other people. That answers your question there. They, so they do. Google does give you uh, individually targeted search results. That, 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 the, the framework to do that is there. So that's not a conspiracy theory. As far as um, you finding out, seeing weird things come up in the search results other people don't have, if you're searched for too many conspiracy theory stuff before, you're going to get more conspiracy stuff in your search results. Why do they have that system? Because if normal people, normal rank and file proles who don't uh, search, you know, left uh, weird non-mainstream non views. They were only going to get mainstream uh, news and mainstream belief systems in in their, in their search results to try and stop people waking up, so to speak. That's why that walled garden feature was added to um, Google search. Does that kind of answer your question on why that kind of stuff's popping up? Oh, that uh, would make sense. I have a quick question. Is there like a website I can go to to kind of learn more about these uh, programming and programs and whatnot? Because I am a total novice to this stuff. I'm definitely more curious nowadays. You need you need to um, you need to get get away from Windows. Uh, Windows 10 is free for a reason because it's the world's worst uh, spyware known to man. Okay, it's uh, it's evil. It does it it, it it literally taps your keyboard. Everything. It's 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 an NSA keylogger amongst and many other things. We know the we know the um, IP addresses and domain names of all the servers that Windows the Windows takes all your personal information from. With Windows 10, it's it, it's it's spreading around the internet like wild wildfire. Um, the solution to this is Linux. There's different versions of Linux. Ubuntu is used in industry now. It's more mainstream. Um, I'm not a fan of it. I've never been a fan of Debian. Uh, I was always the version of Linux that I used to use was very elitist. We didn't want to have any newbies being involved with it whatsoever. So there was no install program. You had to get some bootstrap files for your architecture and then, and then uh, compile the whole operating system from a source code. And um, that's called Gen 2 Linux. Now that's what that's closest to. Oh, don't write down. Don't write. I have. I have. 
Gen 2 has evolved into something more user-friendly for beginners, which you won't have to pull your hair out with. And okay. um, it, it, it was deliberately made, its predecessor was deliberately made to be not friendly for beginners, so our forums and, 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 and uh, Bugzillas wouldn't be swamped with all, all manner of crap and the developers could get on with their job of just making decent software and the other Linux distributions could deal with the slack. Well, what happened now is Sabalon Linux is um, Sabalon, S-A-B-A-Y-O-N.org. It originally started as a, a Gen 2 RR4 live bootable CD that detects all your hardware. And without being a computer geek, you will boot this up the first time after installing it with your encrypted home partition where all your personal files are that no one can read but you. You have to enter a, a password when it starts up in a pretty screen. Your, your, video, your 3D video card will be properly set up on first boot. And you could even double click on Steam and, and, and uh, you know, download, a, download those games from Steam and play computer games. You can choose any web browser you want. You can use the open source Chromium, which is based on Google Chrome, um, which I use. You could use the Google Chrome. You could use Firefox. Um, you could, if, you're, if you're crazy, you could even use Internet Explorer 6 with Wine Tricks. Um, I've, I've, you can run Windows apps with Windows Emulator Wine. I've got Adobe Acrobat working. I, need, I needed to use it for its, um, its, its OCR clear type, and I've got that working. If you, you, you can run Microsoft Office if you're so inclined, but why would you? With LibreOffice, which, um, which started off as StarOffice, um, a German project, and has been with a mission, it was originally funded by Sun Microsystems to What's reverse LibreOffice? LibreOffice, yeah, it used to be called OpenOffice and uh, StarOffice before that. It has a long lineage. Basically, Sun Microsystems said, we hate Microsoft. We hate you, we hate you. You get most of your revenue from Microsoft Office, leeching off corporations. I want to lower your share price because I hate you. So I'm going to, make, I'm going to reverse engineer every single feature that you have in Microsoft Office and um, Microsoft Office is another example of spyware. Can anyone remember to the early 90s where some guy got jailed for the Melissa virus? Does anyone remember that story? No. The Melissa virus? Okay. Yeah, it, if you could look it up, it's ancient, ancient IT history. This guy, it's a Visual Basic script. This guy, most of the code and memory doing all the malicious stuff was written by Microsoft. VB is just a scripting language. It's not even mm. a, a binary language. Anyway, mm. this guy... Released the, accidentally released his homework assignment in a Word document where the Visual Basic script was. And in the Word document, Microsoft wasn't telling everyone this. And this, is, this is since Word 6, Word 6.0 in, in, in the early 90s and after that. They were putting in your hardware MAC address, right? That's the actual um, unique address that your LAN card has so it can communicate on an on a Ethernet network. He was putting your and this guy bought his computer from a brand name store, probably a Dell or a HP or a Compaq or something, and that's how they traced him. And he got he got he got like a twenty year jail term just for exposing a weakness in Microsoft's in the security of a Microsoft product. And and meanwhile Bill Gates gets billions of dollars and everything he's ever done, including Visual Basic himself, which is a ripoff of uh, TCLTK done by Berkeley University, everything that Microsoft's ever done is a ripoff from something else, from be it Basic, be it Word from WordPerfect, that's all the Office products, 
everything they've done, the programming languages, is ripped off, commercialized, other people's ideas stolen from academia. Yeah, he made a and lot of And he gets billions of dollars. Though. And what does, he, what, does he do, what does he do with all the money? Try and say, we'll control the population with vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. we go. That vaccine is true. Control population growth with vaccines. He said it. There's videos of that on YouTube. You can see it from the horse's mouth, as I say. So does that answer your question? Sablon Linux is good for beginners. You can just uh, fire it up. And there's one, and unlike Windows, this is the big selling point of it, you'll never have to upgrade to a new version. Since Sablon 5.0, you've always been able to uh, upgrade and change your software. You upgrade, you install new software and uninstall software and update software in the same place. And if, you're, if, you're, if you become more experienced as you learn how to do some development and coding, you can actually recompile and customize elements of your Linux operating system because it has a binary package management as well as the, its predecessor, Gen 2's source code package management. So if you're running a web server and you need to tune your web server for more performance like I do, uh, I compile that component from source and I tweak it and I customize it. But the, the, the bulk of the system, which I just want to have up and running uh, in a hurry, I, I just download in binary format. You know what I mean? So uh, Sablon is uh, user-friendly for beginners. Choose the GNOME version. There's many different versions because uh, uh, with Linux, all the components, of the, you can choose different software components to do the same job. There's no monopoly on one app for this, for this task. So you can even, the look and feel, or the window manager, there's different choices. So I would start off, if you're a newbie, to use GNOME. It's very much like Windows 10 or Windows uh, 8 GNOME, the G-N-O-M-E version of Sabalon. And, I mean, you can put this on a USB key. Um, if you're running an old computer that's not UEFI, which is the kind of BIOS, the system software that's on the chip on the ROM that starts up your computer, on the flash ROM, you, can, you have to use something called UNet boot lin to make your USB boot disk if you have a laptop. Okay. And then you can boot off that, try it out, see if I want to have this. Okay. And uh, but my, the installation program has some bugs making it coexist okay. with Windows. You have to be very careful. So my advice is try it out on the live boot. And when you're ready to commit and go, go in all the way with Linux, then um, you uh, back up everything on your Windows computer with uh, the best way to back up Windows so you can roll back if you think Luke McKee's a knob and Linux is a, a complete waste of time and it was a headache and I want to go back to my old computer the way it was. No, thank you very much. There's a piece of software from Germany called drivesnapshot.de that will do a, a, a backup that allows you to restore individual files from within Windows or the entire Windows system back onto the hard disk. And any moron can do it. And it does an encrypted backup as well, drivesnapshot.de. So that's my, my guide to uh, getting your feet wet and using Linux. Okay, and that last one for uh, rebooting, uh, what was that called? Uh, UnetBootLin. UnetBootLin. It's only you. Okay, let me explain this. If, you're, if you've got a modern computer made in the last two or three years, um, yes. it uses, it, it, it's not using the old-style BIOSes anymore. That, that have a lineage all the way back to the 80s. Uh, it's not using the ROM BIOS. It's using, um, it's using a, 
sensible firmware interface, this new standard from Intel, which I believe can, you know, is theoretically possible for the uh, to have to have spyware actually underneath your operating system. And I don't like it, but it's there. All the PCs have it. If you have a newer PC and you don't have, you don't want to burn a DVD to boot off. Uh, you need to. Uh, you don't have to do, use. You don't have to use UNet Bootlin. You just open up the ISO file, the GNOME ISO file you download from Sabalon, okay, and you just copy all the files over to a USB key, okay, to the root folder of a normal blank empty uh, DOS formatted uh, uh, USB key, right? And then okay. when your computer starts up, you press you press F2 or F12 or whatever that key is to get into your BIOS setup and choose your boot order, or you just okay. choose the boot drive. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that's how you do it. You can just start up that way. Okay. Well, this is uh, good for me to learn, man, because uh, yeah, I'm definitely a newbie with this stuff. It's been so long. I, I took uh, some electronic engineering courses years ago, but it was circuit board tracing and design. It had nothing to do with programming, really. I, like A plus was basically all I took, or C plus, rather. A plus course, yeah, CompTIA thing. I never did that. I just went straight to the MCSE and the Master CNE and the SCO Unix Ace and the Linux GNU and AS400 Sysoperator. I used to be an IT geek before I, I my, my my normal life was interrupted by these uh, these gang stalking pricks. But um, right. yeah, that's and here's the um, this, this sort this the hardest thing you'll do is getting it to boot up the first time. And it will boot up into a, a live image, and it, because it's running from memory, it may it may crash after a day or two, okay? Because it's all running from RAM. It's more it's it's rocks it's rock solid stable. You won't never have to reboot your computer in a couple of months if you put it on your hard disk, okay? And um, yeah, so it is possible to make it coexist with Windows, but that is an that is a a private one-on-one -on -one tutor course that will take you a lot more hours. I, I recommend just get a big portable hard disk. Back up everything you have, and when you're ready, go all in because that's easy to set up, and you probably won't want to go back. I mean, what application do you have that you think you need Windows for? Is there anything that is going to, is going to try and stop you from running Linux? Because really there's usually a Linux equivalent. Really yeah, I really give me, give me an example of something you need that's special that you need to use that every day that you don't think you're right. going to find in Linux. I'll tell you the equivalent. You know, all I, all I do is emailing and uh, some web searching and. Uh, well, I used to have some programs for circuit design on my computer. That's about oh, it. Oh, Spice. You have Spice on Linux. Yeah. You can get all the, there's heaps of, heaps of science and circuit design programs. But um, you could use Mozilla Thunderbird, Mozilla Firefox, Google Chrome, whatever. You can use any, all the web browsers that, that are there, and they all support the latest stuff like, uh, you know, um, even, even OpenGL graphics and videos and all the new web games. I mean, there's nothing that doesn't work in Linux these days. And... Even even those people who play games, which I don't much, you've got those. The Steam Steam is moving everything over to Linux, you know. So it, okay. there's, there's not there's not much reason to stay with Microsoft now. The people are pushing away from it. Uh, what the what the guys stands stands for in the first place? So you know, I really don't like uh, the thought, thought process on uh, civilization in the first place. You know, <laughs> I've uh, heard some of his uh, interviews that just uh, seconds ago. So I don't really want to give my more of my money in, in the first place. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Since this happened, I was I've been an elevator mechanic for ten years, and uh, you know, since this has happened, this is just uh, something straight out of a sci-fi movie. I can't even believe it. It's, you know, it's happening to me, and I can't believe it. 
I am um, seeing with so many people here. I think I think one of my main enemies that you know how these we're always complaining about being gang stalked. Um, there's the skeptic society uh, has got a presence on talk show, the skeptic arena, and uh, I mean they've they've singled me. I've actually found out that they had made threads about me on the official James Randi Education Forum International Skeptics um, Society, and I, I see their page on talk show, and I go to skepticarena.com. And they're saying, yes, Kim Davis, the, the clerk in America that refused to officiate a gay wedding. Yes, she's going to be raped in jail by lesbians. I mean, th th these people are, are animals and they're anyone who has uh, diverse views or so-called conspiracy theories, their job is to harass them. And you've seen what they've done in Australia with that corrupt judge I mentioned earlier, Nancy Hennessy, to try and outlaw Australian vaccine skeptics on, on, on you know, a trademark complaint and try to get them to change their name. And the judge that ruled against them we've now brought down as, as someone who's known to be corrupt. And all the gay act, I mean, the, the founder of their movement is, uh, is a very interesting man called James Randi. And um, he, he's re his, his, his Latino boyfriend he hooked up with at uh, 15, years old, 15 years old, he got a fake passport with a fake name for that, for that kid and brought him to Australia and you look at his official YouTube channel, he calls it the Carlos Affair. He got this, um, he got this, uh, his, his, his kitchen hand, he got a grant, he won some grant. I've actually blogged this all up in detail. And it's uh, anyone who emails me uh, at my Russian account, if you, if you want, because these people, everyone here is TIs, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it, it's in Google Cache. Just search for victims of gay bullying as one word. And uh, so search for James Randi. Okay, I think it's still in Google Cache. If not, I can send people to math files. But in, in, a, in a couple of weeks from now, it will all be rehosted because my, the, my WordPress blog got censored by the queers. But this guy, all the sources and evidence and the vi video montage exposes it. But uh, he came down to Australia with this guy called Carlos. And this guy, Carlos, came to be one of those channelers, you know, who gets, um, you know, uh, who is, is possessed by um, an ancient entity or something and is into selling crystals and all and the whole thing was an orchestrated hoax but it came out later that his uh, his boyfriend was an illegal immigrant who assumed a fake identity and the name of the person um, he his identity he assumed couldn't travel to go to a wedding and that's how it was uncovered because they would they said you've already got a passport what's going on here do a search oh. for uh, James Randi so he's the head of the Skeptic Society, and uh, these people, I, I get the feeling that these probably are, are some of the trolls that we're facing, that just, because they hear stuff about people worried about EMF, and they go, ah, tinfoil hats, let's get them. And uh, these are the people that I, I'm also uh, fighting with. They have a whole thread about how much they hate me, and the person who made that thread uh, is a mentally handicapped autistic a uh, young boy called uh, Jacob Lawstein, a.k.a. RJU233. So if you, you want to see, see me under gang stalking attack, I'll give you a link to their own site where they've got a whole thread on me and other things. Uh, what is it? Uh, international. There you go. i got it here. Start, it starts on page 17, and they're making... And uh, this guy, Jacob Lawstein, here's a link to a charity... CIP, here we go. Here's a, here's a link to a charity talking about um, how he got and a, how he got a free college education because of his mental illness and how he's obsessive compulsive 
and loves to stalk people on the internet. <laughs> Jacob Orstein. <laughs> so well, um, they, you know, they, do, I, I, they, they do target. The, the funny uh, thing is, is they linked they linked to my first a video about me fighting that pedo cop in uh, California on my YouTube channel. And he's going around the internet spreading the allegations that this convicted pedophile made against me that I was a vagrant in my own car. Like I won in court. You can look up to go to Kern County uh, Criminal Court website and type my name, Luke McKee, funny 80, dismissed in furtherance of justice. The link's on how to go to the court, Kern County website on my YouTube channel. I mean, these clown, clown runs around pushing allegations made by a convicted pedophile against you all day and then claims that he's the victim of harassment. <laughs> I caught up his university and his university's lawyers sent me messages threatening me. And um, yeah, so I, 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 in, in the end, uh, I, I said, that's it. This is where you live and you've been trolling the Daily Stormer and all these other Christian websites all day. So once I put, a, once, once I put the word out where he lives, he, he, he started running away. But uh, sometimes it can make people who are being trolled by these um, people, you know, don't get mad. Get even sometimes. You know what I mean? I, Troll them I back. concur. You know, seriously. What, what was your name again, sir? My name's Luke McKee. I put it in the chat. I have many namesakes, but uh, only three people on this earth who are accused of the crime I'm accused of. Just Google the law I'm accused of, 60C Crimes Act, and you'll see. The first link is the government site to the, the Osley case law database. And uh, there's a whole bunch of government sites and lawyer sites talking about it. And there's also me. That's about it on the Internet. It's, it's such a rare law. And, you know... It's, well, I thought you had a blog. I was just going to check it out. That's all. <laughs> yeah, 60C Crimes Act. But the, if you want to go to a blog for the latest updates, because my, my blog's taken down, there's a woman I, in England... There's a woman in England who's a, a bit of a white witch, she calls herself, and she's really giving the gays uh, hell, exposing... Uh, the pedophile allegations against them. They were talking about having sex with a, a young boy on their Facebook. You can see the Facebook page they were commenting on and, and uh, you know, about... She, she also has been talking to my father and uh, John Sunhol, other people being persecuted by the same collective. And it's, it's very scary when the, these gays, they go and say, you vilified homosexuals. They go to a media person or a celebrity and say, give $20,000 to my charity that kidnaps... 12-year-old boys from homophobic Christian families aided by the special New South Wales GLO gay police, staffed with activists like me who run rent boy gay prostitute ask-for-sale businesses. I mean, people who run prostitution businesses who are linked to the sex party, which is a front for brothels. And the English activists all got on board helping me because they've realised that, that Gary Burns and Peter Thatchell are linked. And Peter Thatchell is the gay activist who wrote to the Guardian newspaper and said, not all sex with children is un unwanted. And you can actually see the image of uh, that letter on the link. And if you want me to, I can email the host of this show a uh, recent press release I emailed out exposing the latest victory we had in court uh, only yesterday in the Tess Corbett case, yet another victim of uh, these gays. She just uh, said to the media, a gay journalist who ambushed her, um, what do you think about gays in preschools? And she said, I don't want gays or pedophiles in my preschools when she was a political candidate and she owned a preschool. And, uh, you know, they tried to jail her for contempt of court for saying that when in her state there was a law that allows lawful discrimination against people who say, I do sodomy sex, let me see your babies naked now in your preschool. Um, you can't discriminate. 
uh, men that do sodomy sex and want to work around young children cannot be stopped. And Gary Burns also sued the premier of Tasma former premier of Tasmania, Jeff Kennett. Um, let me see if I can give you a link to this news story. Uh, same, same, uh, same, same, uh, Jeff, let me do it. Jeff Kennett. Okay, do a uh, Jeff Kennett, same, same. I'm trying to find the article now on Google. Uh, Jeff Kennett's refused to apologize. Basically, in this story, it admits he's demanding 2010. Um, here's, here's a related link. I don't think it's a link. Yeah, I've got a link. It's not, it's not, I don't know if it's the right link where it says he demands $20,000. But this gay activist sued the former premier because he said a gay man who admits in court giving gay porn alcohol to young boys he invites to his house when he's not working being a masseur at the Bonnie Doon Football Club uh, link, uh, Football Club Inc. Uh, massaging young boys as a volunteer boy masseuse, um, you know, should be massaging young boys considering he likes to show them gay porn and give them alcohol when he invites them to his house. And Jeff Kent was sued because you can't say that's wrong. Gay men who give gay porn to young boys and give alcohol to young boys must touch them. And he, he sued... So Gary Burns sued Jeff Kennett for his public comment about the case, and the actual case is the actual case is called Ken Campmolio versus Bonnie Doon Football Club Inc. It's all you can search for the case law, but the, the, that news article I put in from the gay media refers back to the case. And um, every student in Victoria who studies Oxford University Press textbook, Commerce and the Law. Chapter 10, Sport and the Law, have to study the case. And he, th thank God he lost. But the, the judge said, you, if you had a lawyer, you, you could have won. You could have won your argument that child's penises belong to the state and a gay man must demand access to the child, young child's naked body getting changed in a football club or touch their sweaty young bodies after they come off a football field. Uh, and the parents, who all expressed their concerns, saying, you don't, we don't want you touching our young boy, have no rights, because the state's rights trump the parents' rights to protect their own children. All the parents wanted him gone. You know? And on top of that, he came out as a homosexual because he was suing his local rural fire brigade for homosexual discrimination because he, he allegedly was given in a, a Barbie, as in a Barbie doll, at a Christmas party 10 years before. You can't make this shit up. And when we had the big bushfires in Victoria, even though he was kicked out of the rural fire brigade, he was asking all the gays to give him money uh, in donations for, the, um, for being a driver. And he was going on the, the special gay radio station, which we have. We have Gay, gay Sex FM in Australia, which even has the gay police on joy.org today. And he was going on there, and he was demanding all these donations for his court case. But he was, on, he was on the dole. So he was taking Social Security and wasn't declaring all these gifts he was getting through as a proxy doing uh, welfare fraud. And uh, after all that, the gay politician, uh, Penny Sharp, gave him Top 25 Gay Activist Award for, his, uh, for suing the local football club and causing the wife of the head football coach to get a stroke. Don't you love those gays? Don't they, make, don't, they, don't they fill you with a warm feeling in their heart as gay heroes fight for saying child's bodies belong to the state and um, no gay man can be law discriminated against when he wants to work at your local football club? It's like the same in America. You've got the um, Boy, Scouts, um, Boy Scouts of America 
Um, the gays are saying I'm homophobic because I republished the 1,822 gay scoutmasters in the BSA perversion file. Do a search for that, BSA perversion file. You can see, um, and they're saying, you know, if you criticize those who rape children, you're a homophobe. Because if you don't love sex with children, you're a homophobe. That's the new argument the gay, the pedophiles are using. And they're using the, the gay lobby as a bridgehead to normalize pedophilia. Well, at least the gay, at least the gay activists are anyway. That's what's going on in a nutshell. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I'd suggest to you... <laughs> Eat a, you know, do you uh, include uh, animal products in your diet? Because I, I, I just wonder why the focus on this gay stuff. I didn't. You know, I, oh, I never. Look, here's, here's a reality. Here's a reality check. I was just like you. I saw the Christians protesting the gay Mardi Gras. Reverend Fred Niles holding up his signs, and I go, oh, that guy's just like the gays. You know, he's. I've heard him in the new. I worked in Wollongong as a kid. He fixed his, one of my colleagues fixed his computer at Unitech Computer Services. He had fucking kitty porn on it. I never liked him. I never liked the gays. I only got involved with them when I had two gay police come to my house and do a frame job on me, my original affair, which is uh, broken well, it, down it, it, me it, and my dad. I think uh, so on one that, website it said you put something about uh, them being fags on your Facebook page or something. What, what I did is um, I was using a men's rights forum called dadsontheair.com and I had told my whole story without real names. And um, the trolls baited me. Uh, and um, you know, and I, I, the trolls... Well, I, I would suggest you, you get more of a uh, plant-based diet because I think a lot of this, this stuff is from the hormones in animals, you know, when you eat them and stuff. It... it uh, yeah, I have, I have a, I have a, I have a Vietnamese version of a hot dog every day, and, and then I have a vegetarian dinner, you know, with the the, the usual stuff, the local Vietnamese food, and the pho and the soups and the pho and stuff. So that's that's what my diet pretty much now. Yeah, well, the hot dog stuff is just, you know, it's they use uh, sex organs and things like that of the animals. You know, they grind all the stuff up they can't sell. You know, and they use you know, the sex organs, diff brain, different things, you know, hot dogs, they say, don't ever... Oh, no ask what's in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh... that may be part of it. But anyway, I'd suggest you, you know, because fermented foods... Well, you'd you know, be fired up. If there if they were people... It's, it, it's, 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 my dad's arguing in court that, look, my son's pretty fired up because... His gay stalker has been harassing him for all these years, and part of the reason he's in exile is now coming after his, his own father. When people come after your family, right, if people target your family and brag about coming after your family before they do it, you know, if, if someone was coming up and they're on the internet threatening to kill your wife and child and they're making jokes that, you know, your daddy ripped, ripped you up the ass or was it your uncle? And when, they do, when they're really, really messing with your family, right, normal, I mean, I, I don't get into a rage yeah but i know but you don't, you don't take of, it lying down this, when when you do <clears throat> consume things you know that have a lot of sexual fluids of animal and hormones of animals you can i'm get, obsessed oh, with i'm not obsessed with i'm not actually obsessed with uh with sex believe it or not i mean uh if on a personal my, you know on a personal thing i haven't i haven't i haven't been you know jumping my wife as much as i should this week but look the thing is is um I'm not. I'm fighting these perverted people because they are using the courts 
to normalize what they do. And good people have to raise the sword up to evil sometimes because you, we can't live in a world where it's a crime to dissent against the filth they do. That's, that's, that's what's motivating me, and that's an, I think that's an honorable action I'm doing. And there are, there are many other activists around the world who face the same uh, satanic forces who, who have yeah, persecuted you're gonna, them. Yeah, but you're going to get some, you know, that, if you look at the FBI website, that's all they stress is uh, sex with children. That's, you know, but behind it, they're the ones that are targeting children. They burn 40 children in a church in Waco, Texas. Correct. So I'm, I mean, it's it. They're using that sex with children thing as a, a to go after people. When you, how do you disprove a negative? You know, people are being targeted on that basis, and you can't. Yeah, innocent people are being framed as well. Um, yeah, the, the, exactly. It's, I'll give you an example. I'll give you a real world example. In because I used to live in Bakersfield, I heard about the Lords of Bakersfield pedophile ring, but. The DA there was Edward Jagels. He's the same. I have the document on my computer. I can email anyone who asks me because I, I don't do detraction. I don't tell false stories. Edward Jagels was the DA in 2005 who was working with this pedo cop, Bowersox, who, who wrote the brief of evidence against me that I'd been defeated in court. The whole documentary has been made by Sean Penn, voiceover by Sean Penn, called Witch Hunt. And it's now on YouTube. It's now public. It's been released. And, he's, and there's also a video of Sean Penn at, 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 a, screen, at a public screening uh, denouncing Edward Jagels because he was framing up all these innocent people who are completely innocent to get elected with rich, uh, uh, satanic ritual abuse. Yet everyone thinks he's part of the real society doing it. So you do have a valid point. And, and this cop, Bowersox, only got caught because the FBI did a sting operation in Florida, rolled up this guy called Nicholas Beeman, used technology to uh, do a timeline of his hard disk called uh, using Plone, which and or other other tools that fight these pedophiles. And um, you know, look look at the forensic wiki on on the internet to see what the tools the FBI uses. And that's just that's just the declassified open source ones. Uh, six in time. Uh, is one of the ones I use as well because we we actually use it at work when we had we got hacked and we had to find out you know this was a system holding medical records we had to find out what the hell happened so and I found I found where they got in and the exploit going through the timeline and it was actually a worm but um yeah I was actually a um, a worm to do with Java, one of the Java um, Tomcat um, commercial version of uh, Tomcat and Catalina which was uh, hacked anyway so this guy. Um, Edward Jagels. I mean, I, I confronted him in person before I left America and, 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 and skipped the charges because I had no choice. There was no point staying. Everything turned against me. But in the end, I was eventually vindicated. This guy has a history of throwing innocent people in jail. And everyone should look at that documentary, uh, Witch Hunt, Witch Hunt, okay. Sean Penn. Search that. It's, it's, on, it's on some Californian um, YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. So, you know, I and also the other thing I've noticed is that the fight against uh, pedophilia is used as a cover story for Internet censorship. But I, my investigation found that the main distributors on the Internet of child porn is actually the friggin feds themselves. Yeah, uh, look, at, do, a, do a search so, on log, right. log, do a search on log. I'll give you examples. Log P2P. Do a search on log P2P as one word. 
that, that in Australia to get the internet filter put in, which is worse than communist China, they're now using to stop illegal downloads of movies and tracking that, which they said they never would. And they never said they never said they would give the federal police full power to censor all political websites. And if your website's been blocked and you complain about it online and you're an Australian citizen, you'll get jailed for the crime of saying what they're blocking. Uh, that's the internet filter in Australia, which is based on technology from China and technology from England, which is also used in Korea. England uses BT clean feed system, which actually in, in, in searches for keywords on every single TCP stream you open. That's not encrypted. So in, as a test, I wrote an email about North Korea when I visited Japan to the um, Longsong, you know, North Korean friendly society in Japan. You know, uh, I, was, I went for a stupid phase and I thought I would defect there because, you know, they hate the West, but, you know, they, they, they really fucked up as well. And uh, I, um, I, I actually was the guy that gave them the dossier on their gay judge from Australia that was ruling, uh, ruling against them. Uh, just yeah. uh, what's his name? Anyway, I I I I, I yeah, got made yeah, a world news story. Anyway, but there, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, just just look into what they did is they use this log P2P software which gets false positives. What it does is it redistributes child porn on peer-to-peer -peer networks such as LimeWire. But if let's say you like motorbikes, okay, and you want to search for all these people who put pictures on peer-to-peer -peer of your favorite motorbike or Harley custom custom Harley Davidson. So you do a search for you do a search for the model of your custom uh, Harley Davidson. All it takes is one person to rename a child pornography image to that of a motorbike, right? And all the files on peer to peer are indexed not by their file name, but they're indexed by their uh, hash, which is like a unique signature of the data that's in the file. You understand MD5 checksum. Um, or something like that. I think it was an MD5 on LimeWire and SHA on the newer ones. Uh, and um, so if yeah, you well, can inadvertently you invert, you get false positives. And, yeah, all the, and many innocent people kill themselves. On, on, on the, uh, about that, but yeah, we're pretty much uh, backed up on this uh, gay issue thing. And, uh, yeah, well, well, I, they're, I, trying to, they're trying to jail I, my family. What am I meant to do? I'm not going to back down. You know, I'm going to expose well, their agenda. Well, yeah. Well, anyway. well, I have a I'm question. Uh, excuse me. I just would like to know, is there a call after this one, please? Does anyone know of one? Uh, maybe. Oh, today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. yeah. I got one on Saturday. I'll leave it to then. You're not... Um, I should never say this, but you're not pro... I don't. Uh, never mind. I can't. I can't. Never mind. Um. Um. That's nice. Uh. Yeah. What What was your topic that you wanted to dis talk about? Uh, the one. Um. That... Nothing. I just um. Getting. I mean, I, sometimes I can reload the the another call, but I can't mo monitor it. Um. But uh, sometimes I can't. So. Uh, it might mess up the next night's call, but if you have people on, I, I might be able to reload this one. But uh, what about Corey? I, I forget. He sometimes did. I, I don't know what his, you know, I forget what his. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. 
What is his number, please? What is his uh, uh, calling number? I think it was one three two something, but uh, I don't I don't remember. I don't. I was on it once, but yeah. Could I'll see. On. I'll see what song on my favorites. Anyone else is playing? Oh yeah, I can see, I can see a very good show. It's playing next. Uh, Out of darkness into the light. Is that um above board stuff or what? I, I, it's I, uh, its description is that it places unique emphasis on deep theology and heavy conspiracy. So it's a Christian uh, conspiracy fight, fight the New World Order show. And, um, yeah, I, I actually met a guy who did a good interview with me and a fellow victim of the, you know, what, the gay mafia, John Sunhol, which is nothing but the truth on the same channel. Um, that's, that's playing now. That's number, that's number 119117. Oh, okay. Let me write that down. Wow. I be almost, hello? I heard a click on the line. I'll put the link to it in the channel. People are using yeah, the web. Yeah, this call goes to about 6.15, I think. Or, I mean, uh, well, another half hour. Well, uh, Luke, I have a question for you that's pretty technical. You sound like okay. you really know your stuff. Um, I have noticed that well, most of my targeting is heavy... Uh, electronic weapons, you know, assault and battery every day, and um, I don't get a lot of the gang stalking. So my question is technical. It has to do with using the phone as a countermeasure. And what I mean by that is when magnets don't work, sheet metal, rubber, with all the other shields that I've been using, the phone seems to either... There's several different reasons I've been coming up with, but I want to ask your opinion. Why would they stop the shooting at a spot where I'm using my phone within three inches of the target area? So, so for instance, in you know, I'm thinking this radio, satellite, infrared, radar, you know, the whole variety, all the frequencies. But for some reason, they really don't want my phone near the target area. They'll either stop or the phone will absorb the signal and maybe interface with it, like a signal interface, um, or it may redirect it to an, another location which is outside their control. Or it has to do with, and that leads to the third possibility, that there's so much intelligence warfare going on and there's so many people tapping our phones that they don't want anybody to get their signals off of those um, hits, you know, get the data off of the data packets. So... What do you think is the reason that they're, um, why using a phone as a countermeasure seems to be so effective? Do you want me, do you want me to try and answer it or the, the moderator? No, I, I, no, I'm asking you. I'm asking you because okay. you, it seems, you know, uh, you know, you're the most technically advanced person I've talked to in a long time. So. Okay, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, 
I'm a technical person because I've studied IT and before that I studied electronics. Right, um, right. Now, I know from my own experience living in America, I didn't I didn't feel quite what feel quite uh, right. I I, I, I felt a, a state of tension I, I don't feel right now in the third world. Now, um, as far as as far all I know is is the science, right? You, you see people um, freaking out about passports, okay? And 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 the actual chip in those, the signal to noise ratio on those, they 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 can't be read from more than uh, a few meters away. The, the signal the signal will dissipate. On those, on those, on those smart card chips in your passport, for after about two meters, it will be the same as the background interference. It, it can't be read. But people right, are, right. but but on the flip side, if you read a book called Spy Catcher, like I did as a kid, um, there was technology in the Cold War where if you tuned in, if you were transmitting on a shortwave radio, or you were even receiving a signal on a shortwave radio, there would be interference generated by your receiving circuit. That could be tracked, and they had planes flying above in the eye with propeller aircraft trying to find where the where the Russian spies were. And now there's some places in America where you drive down the street, and they can tell if you're conservative or a Democrat by uh, what radio station your, your car FM is tuned into as you drive past, and they change the ads using the same technology. So you know, different. Sometimes people exaggerate. Now, if you, I'm not, I'm not here to say whether there is uh, electronic weaponry. I mean. People have heard about Project Montauk and different frequencies that can be broadcast that can influence people's brains. Oh, I mean, make oh, people no. anxiety. So if, if you do believe that, the most effective way to build a barrier to any electromagnetic interference and actually no, have... I'm way past that. I'm sorry. No, there really are electronic weapons and they really are using to cause injuries. Uh, I, I've used all kinds of shields, brick walls, uh, stone, mountains, caves. There really is electronic weaponry. I just thought you already M knew microwave. that. Okay. Well, my, microwave, microwave radiation is what, what they're using for crowd control, and that's probably the most most likely frequency that probably they'll probably be using because that can cause people to get headaches, stress, and you, 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 want, you, want, you want to build, you want to get basically put, put a, a, an array of copper of copper wires to make a Faraday cage about, around you know, in the walls of your house. And um, you know, if you, if you yeah. research how to make a proper Faraday cage, that will, you will not get a cell, if you, if you can get a cell phone signal in your, in, in your living room, then something has, isn't done right. But if it's done properly, you can block out all the EMF. Okay, okay. but I, I want to take it a step further where uh, if you've never been hit by uh, energy weapons, then it would be really hard for me to explain it. But just taking take back, just assume, all right, just just assume that what I'm saying is, is actually happening, that the cell phone can be, might have overlays of software where there's an interface between multiple agencies who are reading data packets coming in and out of your space. So, if well, that according to according to what you you have um, said about cell phones, um, the GSM phones were the Nokia phones uh, that use uh, DES encryption had a key escrow system, and there was a big no famous Nokia phone hacked by Kevin Mit uh, Kevin Mitnick that proved that he could break into other people's cell phone. Uh, cell phone calls. Now, the other thing that's interesting is it's been rumored that a, uh, a black and white uh, stenographic image 
was being sent from the earlier cam camera phones. And every now and then, when you send like a ping packet on the internet to say, ping, are you, is, your, is your server online? You can also embed extra data into that. And the same thing happens with uh, the, some of the Keeper Live signals on the GSM network. And they were actually embedding uh, images taken every 30 seconds from your camera in a very, very compressed uh, format just to show the outlines of what's in the image. Allegedly, some, phone, some phones had that feature built into them. And in America, they have, this, uh, they have a law, at least in California, mandating that GPS devices must also be installed in the phones. But you, without a GPS, you can get affixed to about 100 meters. Well, they want to know where everyone is down to... Um, the, the data from the GPS receiver can also be sent out. But... Um, the problem with GPS receivers is they use, they're not probably, it's probably not happening because they use too much power, battery power to get a GPS fix. So, but they were doing it with a camera, allegedly, in some of the older models. So uh, that's been proven. That it's not a conspiracy theory stuff. The Samsung Smart TVs and the Windows 10 computers right now, they are literally taking audio from your, from your room and uh, uploading it. Yeah, and, yeah uh, I figured that. I figured that already. I was just wondering why. I, I've noticed a certain phenomenon, but I don't know if you're really aware of the kind of uh, targeting that is going on in some cases, like mine, um, where you know it's a slow kill. It's a slow kill um, program Soft kill. over here. You know. Soft kill. Uh, look, um, eugenics and population control, as they call it, and overpopulation is a farce. It's probably a lie. That um, even John Lennon has talked about uh, in front of the agenda of the elite trying to reduce population growth. Right now, our own domestic populations around the world, if you check the CIA's own fact book, has less than two point, many countries have less than 2.1 birth rate. And a 2.1 birth rate, uh, every woman on average has to pop out 2.1 babies to sustain the population. That isn't happening. So um, the elite have talked about uh, controlling the population, uh, reducing it down to 500,000. Basically, humanity has two futures. We can go to the stars, and we can, can become a space-faring nation, or the elite can sub subjugate us and reduce our population down to a very, very low level where there will be um, more resources on this planet to enable their rich dynasties to live happily ever after for hundreds and hundreds of generations. That's the motivation for... Uh, the culling of most of mankind and uh, if you fight against it and you try and expose it you'll be targeted and it's, it's many 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 voices in the wilderness complaining about the agenda of uh, the global elite oh. and it's no secret the global elite are linked uh, are inhuman by our own standards they're in satanic cults and it's a uh, and they, they do horrible things so that the the real elite can blackmail them and have uh, control of their surrogates that uh, at you know in power, so to speak, you know, the politicians and what have you, and the people in media. It, 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 it comes from Fabian socialism, the long march through the institutions. And we do have a problem with our, 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 the people we vote, we're not, not the people we vote for all being corrupt. You need the yeah. So, um, well, my wife's called me off to lunch, so um, it was good talking to you guys. You have any more questions before I quickly leave? No, thank you. All right. Yeah, all right, thank you so much. Yeah. All right, all right, guys. All right, I'll, I'll see you. On, I'll see you on Saturday um, morning, right. early.
All right, have a good one. Uh, yeah, the call's on for about another 15 minutes, I think. Um. Okay. So many people. Well, I read something where I read something where there's going to be an emphasis by the FBI on going after white-collar criminals. So maybe that'll get us somewhere. I mean, you're yeah, laughing. but you can't. They're not going to investigate themselves. You know what I mean? But anyway. Well. Um, yeah. We need to uh, get a new uh, new investigatory unit, you know, that, uh, or, you know, funding. And I don't think it's, you know, it's, they're, you know, because all the, a lot of these crimes are going to come back on them. And it's, um. You know they're not going to invest. They're just not going to investigate themselves to for this corruption. Well, it's supposedly going to be uh, the Justice Department. Do you think they're pretty? There should be. I mean, I like to think that our government is basically. I don't know how it's divided. I know FBI is part of. Well, I don't know. Justice yeah. oversees FBI. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. I've been reading some things on this uh, part that the uh, um, psychologists play in torture, and and I, you know, they seem to have taken the uh, reins from the FBI COINTELPRO about. You know, to get these lower-level perps to uh, engage in torture and and you know what they're doing to us. So I, I don't know. They're creating. You know, they're able to control the communication networks apparently. So <clears throat> to get the information, which is probably a uh, temporary. So you you'd have to take a photograph of the screen, and there's probably caveats that if you spread anything from their information source that there's probably a felony attached that if they hear that they've informed on what they're running through their Well, you think some of them are so I mean, some of them I mean are afraid like if one gets taken down, a bunch of them will get taken down you think? I don't know, look what can, you know, it kind of, it's always fear. You know, they they, they want to be so powerful and hit us so hard that they destroy our brain. These are neuro weaponry, you know, that they're going after us with, and, and they just don't want their program to be exposed. How they're controlling so many minds of these lower level perps, like doc, you know, doctors and uh, dentists and you know, neighborhood ex-military people, and, you know, they just don't want, I don't know, they don't want to expose. So. You know, the 
because you don't see the operation. You see some patents on some of the, the weaponry they're using, but they don't explain. Has anybody explained the operation? You know, you don't see that. Not a, even on FFCA. You know, it's... <clears throat> well, I'm just... They just want to hit you hard. And, you know, if they explained it, then people could predict what's going to happen to them next. And it, you know, it, and, but, you know, the, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's Star Wars. We're going to have to wear robes, you know, metal, metallic robes and, you know, have meters and, and cameras. And I don't think, you know, what we need is a meter with a camera or little cheap little meters that alarm goes off when you're under an attack. You know, they could make them for 25, 50 cents, I bet. Something that, you know, just a beeper that when a weapon's going off, you know, you know it. You can get out of there or whatever. Well, some people, I think some people can. Some people that can afford that have that. I mean, you know, executives and things, they have. Yeah, three or four hundred dollars. All of these things, when they happen to executives, it's like it's looked into. But if you're not working for a corporation. I mean, I don't really have a problem with corporations, but if you're not a higher level person working for one, then, you know, it's a different story. Oh, what was that? Oh, I didn't catch that. I'm sorry. Oh, I said, um, if, if you're a higher level person working for a corporation, and I have no problem with corporations per se, but then something like you're talking like you're talking about, like they have things I mean, they have all sorts of things to protect themselves, you know, oh, including yeah. well maybe. Like except when they say the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. Well acoustic. they just have to make one statement in public and uh, they get put on the list. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, soundproof walls and um, all sorts of things, you know, things like that. Yeah, you know, if you know, well, you know, what they, who is that uh, CIA guy uh, said, Everything that public knows is a lie. You know, every when, oh, he said, when all the people, everything they know is a lie, then we'll know we've won. Was that CIA guy Webster or somebody or uh, I, I don't, I forget what his name is. But I mean, hmm. there's the history books, or you know, mm. um, you know, it's uh, world. Yeah. Well, educational system, we don't really stand a chance. You know, they, you know, it's uh, how to unlearn properly, I guess. Yeah. Be learned. Be, you know, right now, it's like you got to be a little bit paranoid to figure, you know, to stay out of the weaponry. And, you know, I just the other day, I was just going. 
25 miles, get out of the car. Here comes this big, giant helicopter out of a military base over the hill. So I get behind a big sign or under it, and then it just starts circling and would not stop circling. You know, I had to, you know, and I used my meter, and I was getting some pretty heavy uh, readings. And, uh, yeah, so... uh, yeah, we had to get out of there, uh, you know. And you don't think they were searching for someone? Or no, this know. was very, very high up. It was it was military. It was a, a solid color one. It wasn't police. It was uh, either a green or a black. I think it was an army green. But it was like oh. a half mile up. It wasn't doing... No, it was just... It was just... You know, they... They have billions of dollars equipment that's just lying around waiting for somebody to go after. It's not like you're important or anything. It's just like, uh, hey, they got it. Might as well use it. Then they put you up high up on that list to be uh, hit. That's something. Yeah, I mean, you know, because I believe when I went there, I took a reading before the helicopter came and it wasn't that high and then it went up a few notches on everything, you know, every spectrum. Yeah, I was with Derek and we I told him, get run to the car, man. They're <laughs> circling get somebody out of jail. Anyway, um, there it is. (laughs) Yeah, they've showed me a lot of this equipment. There's probably, you know... But but I paid a price, you know. You pay a price in injured DNA, injured, you know, permanent injuries. That if you get hit again, you may not walk. You know, you may not. You know, if you get hit in the face close up, uh, I'll never that make that mistake of going. You know, trusting a doctor or anybody. You know, even my mail. God, I can't. You can't trust anything. It's, you know, it's like I've seen everybody die around me that that had anything to do with change and, you know, that uh, saw reality for what it was. And, and, you know, it's, and I didn't have any idea how they were being killed. You know, I had no idea until they went after me. But it, but the learning curve is atrocious because, it's not on the net. Nobody's going to tell you that your, do- you know, doctor could run a, a, a <laughs> these uh, death squads through their offices with computer, you know, all doors open. You know, it's uh, just unbelievable. The whole thing's incomprehensible to ordinary thinking that they can push weaponry out of a, a metal door. Because it's up close to the door. You know, it's like, 
it's a nuclear, you have to know nuclear physics and everything. Oh, if you want, anyone who wants to speak, uh, there's only a few, five minutes, but star eight. Star eight, if you want to speak. Just five minutes left.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.